The following program contains spoilers for every single series currently running in weekly Listener discretion is advised. All right, here we are. It's uh, another episode of Orikara. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Welcome. Yeah. Our podcast, Oretachi no Mangi wa Korekara da, which is shortened to Orekara. Used to be Korekara, but we are, we're not talking about that anymore. You're um, it, it, it means our podcast has only just begun. And we're talking about weekly Shonen Jump chapters that we've Every read. Week. And uh, we're trying to give them ratings because uh, usually you get this card in every uh, issue of Weekly Shonen Jump that you like, it's a postcard. You send it to mm -hmm. the editorial department and then they um, gather information on how much people like the series that we're running in it. Yeah. You might have seen it in start, uh, we, we still need to start putting that in the end. <laughs> I think oh, we've mentioned mm, several times that it would be fun to do, but it hasn't happened yet. Someday it will. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yes. Anyhow, Anyways. Uh, this week we got a, a a whole new manga. Oh, I forgot yeah. introductions aside from the show title. I'm Percival Fine, and this is my co-host, Ma Maxi Berger. Maxi Hamburger. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's get started with the new series, Super Smartphone. How would you pronounce that in Japanese? In Japanese, it's called Sugoi Sumaho. Mm. Smaho. Because smartphone is, is like, you know, Japanese doesn't have a single consonant except for the N, which is yeah. special. Uh, so smartphone would, like, if you were to spell it out, it would be mm -hmm. And the since they don't have an F, like except for the foo, which is like who, hmm, so it, yeah. it's it's kind of it's it's an in between. Like you you blow over your lips, and sometimes the f comes out, and sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And that's why they some words for some reason uh, don't use the foo with a small o. For example, the the super anal uh, correct way to write smartphone would mm -hmm. be. With a with a foo and then a small o, but since it's um, like since they want to make it really short, they use the ho. <laughs> so it's smart horn. Smart horn. And that gets shortened to smaho. Smaho. Well, yeah. So like a English spelling does smell... have an h in it, so <laughs> I guess you could take it there too. Yeah, I suppose. And uh, Sugoi is just like amazing. Sugoi. Sugoi We've all heard it in anime before. Indeed. <clears throat> so how did you <laughs> how did you like super Sugoi Smaho? <laughs> um. All right. Let's let's uh, go to the uh, color page okay. and talk <laughs> about like my first gripe. The first thing that... we noticed. I noticed anyway. Uh, I have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm so annoyed by the thing being called Goo Goo Goo. It's uh, the worst. <laughs> no, I don't. So it was, it was so funny because I was reading this and I saw it's called Goo Goo Goo. And I'm like, mm. oh, my God, it's, it sounds like one of those fake brands like McDonald's. Uh, uh, you mean one of our as... esteemed sponsors? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like your cup over there. But the thing is that... Um, it's much dumber sounding than just Google. Yeah. 
And also, yeah. they point out in the story that, that Google is something that they know of. So it's like Google exists. And then this thing yeah. is called Goo Goo Goo. <laughs> and that kind of um, takes away a bit of the, um, the, the sugoiness of this small hole. Again, like as always, it, it's probably a little bit uh, more um, not shit in Japanese because Google mm -hmm. is pronounced Guguru, uh -huh. and and to Google something is uh, funny because every like well not every but half mm -hmm. of the verbs in Japanese end on ru, so oh. Guguru is already like a almost verb. a verb. So wow. to Google something works really well in Japanese, yeah. and it's it's but such to Goo -goo -goo a Google something wouldn't work. Goo -goo -goo. <laughs> mm. Interestingly, it's also a verb because oh, like half of the other verbs um, end on u mm. vocal uh, um, uh, con mm. con um, syllables, and uh, yeah, there's there's a bunch that can end on goo, but interesting. Uh, it, but I'm still dumb sounding. <laughs> It sounds so dumb, and I'm I'm almost certain that like Japanese people would also agree that this is mm -hmm. dumb. Yeah, yeah, it's very dumb. Like, maybe they're not. Maybe they they, maybe they will live it. under a rock and think like, yeah, goo goo goo. Yeah, sure. So yeah, we get so, introduced to this dude. Yeah, mm. he's extremely smart, and uh, he had a traumatic experience mm -hmm. where I, I like the the introduction page where he looks like so. Oh, please, He's so himself. smug about getting so smug. all 60s. <laughs> it's like a theme. Is it, is it like test time in Japanese schools right now? There's, there's two, two series where they have a chapter this week that has to do uh, with tests. Uh, since I didn't go to Japanese school, I just have to like uh, mm, bullshit just, and yeah, say like based on my Japanese anime knowledge <laughs> that <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they do have something like uh, midterm mm -hmm. exams where they yeah. put like one big uh, exam for every uh, subject mm -hmm. in one period where everybody has to study for it. But I think I don't know when it when it's uh, when it is, and it might actually be just a very big coincidence that uh, the new series starts on the chapter where uh, it also happens in Roboco yeah. as a plot point. Um, either way, like, this guy is so smart that he, uh, finds it boring to take tests normally because he would just get 100 points every time. So instead, he reads the test through, decides, like, he judges how the teacher probably, uh, allocated the points. And then he tries to aim for the perfect 60, which is like the... the Just barely passing. The uh, Yoshikage Kira kind yeah. of, uh, <laughs> I'm a genius, but I have to stay, I, I have to hide my power level kind of uh, mediocrity. Um, and this guy, uh, his design, like he's he looks very normal. He looks very... Yes. Mm, extremely so. Extremely normal. But the main the, the main character, the author slash artist, mm -hmm. uh, it's a duo, by the way. Okay. They added like the one uh, distinguishable feature to him, which is he mm -hmm. has... Um, 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 is it a mole? I wouldn't say... Is, if it, is it a mole when it's, when it's not... When it's just a dot? Yeah, that's, uh, on that's the skin. Yeah, 
Isn't it like isn't the mole like when it's it's protruding and no, it could be a mole it's just a dot. <clears throat> I see. So he has moles under both of his eyes. So that's how you like whenever you see characters who might look like him, mm-hmm. look for the spots. <laughs> that's the only distinguishing feature. He has a very good-looking Osana Nantimi, mm-hmm. the childhood friend who who uh, uh, is, is going is... to be the love interest as well. <laughs> yes, of course. She's saving her... Wait, uh, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't reference the Bald Buddy comic about... <laughs> oh, you just said it, though. I really look up Bald Buddy. Anyway. He's so funny. Anyway, he has a he has a um, Osana Nazimi slash love interest who uh, looks very good, and she's very angry with him that yeah, he's squandering she, she knows, his She genius. knows he's so smart, and he's just screwing around. Just to just but pass. She, she also knows his big trauma. Mm-hmm. His big trauma that his little brother <clears throat> got lost. Vanished. He's gone. In one of those toilets where mm. some other hentai stuff is usually happening. <laughs> yeah, you, this is uh, the, it's an innocent place for most people. <laughs> I've never but set foot in one of these. These mm-hmm. I know these too much from from genre seviness to like nah. <laughs> That's the um, where the guy in the jumpsuit slowly unzips it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. You're, you're almost guaranteed case. to have uh-huh. a fat, ugly bastard encounter oh, no. in there. It's kind of well, like it's kind of like we'll when... get to that later in this chapter. Um, <laughs> oh, was, do we? Yeah, I was gonna say though, just um, <clears throat> about this setup. Uh, last week, the Marvel show Moon Knight ended and they had a oh, flashback yeah. that also involved uh, a character um talking about how their younger brother died when they were young and i'm like oh it's the become a common thing now the, was a fat ugly killing, bastard involved in that one off, no not in that one. Oh, uh have oh, you, you played heavy, you've played heavy rain right yeah, uh, watched it. Yes, they, multiple they times. They basically repeated the um, the heavy rain younger brother flashback, <laughs> but with uh, with Disney budget. Um, uh, so... where he where he gets hit by a car? No, 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 no. That's that's the son, the one character's son. There's also a flashback in that game where uh, a character remembers when um, when they're. Their younger brother got stuck uh, in the, mm, a pipe when it was raining yeah. a lot, and it's like connecting that experience to the uh, the mystery about who keeps killing these people by putting them in places when where they'll drown to death when there's heavy rain. That was the connection, and that literally happened in the flashback in Moon Knight. And I was like, "Hey, I remember heavy rain," but it's like usually they kill the parents. To give people like, yes. these uh, these traumatic backstories, but I'm like, Man, yes, is it, is it younger brothers? <laughs> the, the the time for younger brothers to be the dead one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I was going to say maybe the the season of the show that has arrived mm-hmm. because <laughs> this issue has some some uh, things yeah, going on later this on. She's got some stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, so Q goes home and he finds this like extra small toy smartphone in his backpack mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how it got there and it starts talking note. to him it's 
literally a death note. Um, well, not literally, <laughs> because it doesn't kill people, but it it's a very death note-like setup. I read, so after reading this, I was like, this reminded me a lot of death note. Um, yes. Because of having the super genius uh, teenager and then Finds finding an some magical that... item. Uh, and yeah. he spends the first chapter just trying to figure out what are the rules of this magical item. And it does have uh, rules. And it does have rules. Of course, the difference is that um, it it doesn't have the evil thing of killing people <laughs> on it. Uh, well, who knows? I who mean, knows what it will turn to? Because it, it this is like even going back to like um, oh god, I forget the name of the Greek story that inspired um, Tolkien what? to give uh, the One Ring the power of invisibility. What? I remember that this, oh, there's this mm. ancient Greek story about like the guy who gains, he gets uh, the magical power to turn invisible. And there's at first a, he's like, hat. I'm I'm going to be good. Know. But then uh, he realizes how much he can use that power to like for his own gain. And he ends up like doing all these crimes because like, oh, no one will ever catch me. <laughs> and he becomes uh, rich and powerful, but super evil. Hmm. I do know that Hades has a hat that can make you invisible and i That's probably don't from that. i haven't played I that i don't yet. I know uh where no i'm i'm talking about hades the god not the game oh okay <laughs> not the place either right yes uh <laughs> <Have> yeah you... <laughs> have you been to hades been oh to hades? Yeah, yeah yeah just pop so how side. is he oh no i mean the place <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i've watched internet historian yeah good stuff um no, I mean like the the Greek god Hades, mm -hmm. uh, it, like one of the these three brothers, Jupiter, uh, sorry, Zeus, um, uh, Poseidon, and Hades. Uh, all of them have like one super special item associated with them, and Hades is the one who uh, has the the invisibility hat. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's a hat in English. Maybe it's a cape. Hmm. The German word is Tarnkappe. I think that's where the whole the whole idea comes from from like an item that can turn you invisible yeah that's the, the og meme is the, uh, the uh, hades hat i just never knew uh that there is a specific uh myth associated okay with so it. i i looked it up uh yes on good old wikipedia and it's did uh, you have to goo 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 it yeah i, I had to goo 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 it um, so the story was actually mentioned by Plato. <laughs> ah, good old Plato. Um, it's called the Ring of Gaijus. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. So that's that's why Tolkien that's... made it a ring in the Lord of the Rings. That's very um, Japanesey. Yeah, well, it's it's spelled G Y G E S. Uh, so oh, I don't okay. Know, I don't know how ancient Greek stuff is pronounced. What? But the <laughs> ring of goo goose. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> goo goose. <laughs> the the story is that uh, this guy is like a normal shepherd, uh -huh. and after an earthquake, he goes into a cave and he finds a golden ring, and discovers that this golden ring gives him the ability to turn invisible. Ah, so and, it's a completely different item. Yeah, so it's a different item. Uh, what happens if you put on the hat and the ring at the same time? I don't know. You become double invisible. Damn. Uh, but this this guy, uh, uh, he gets the ring and he becomes invisible and he ends up um, 
killing the king and usurping the throne. Sure, why not? His invisibility power. And apparently this has some uh, deep philosophical uh, moral to it about whether really? or not, whether or not um, people are follow justice because they really believe it or only because um, they fear punishment, saying that uh, Gaijus was only a good guy before because he was afraid of punishment. But once he knew he could get away from anything, then he's just like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to gonna become evil and take over the country hmm i see i i I think i'm still stuck on what happens when you put both of them on i think uh following (laughs) video game logic i think you'll be able to phase through walls Mm -hmm. as well who knows whenever i think about like two powers combining i'm uh reminded of this line from the jet Li movie the one uh-huh. Which uh, you've probably seen. I, I think I've shown you the the battle royale ending fight you've, scene from that. Yeah, the um, one where he's nobody's bitch. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The, he goes to a prison planet at the end, and they have this big battle for who gets <laughs> to top everyone else. <laughs> but um, <laughs> in that in that movie, then they talk about how uh, you can gain superpowers by murdering alternate universe versions of yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but they're tr- and they're trying to stop this guy from doing it and they're like what if what happens if uh if if you succeed and you actually kill every other alternate version of yourself and but there's so many i know like there's, it's, there it's should an, be endless there should be infinite ones it's it's kind of it's not a a very smart story it's just an excuse to have a Jet Li fighting another Jet Li. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, he's talking to this guy who's like a multiverse cop. And the guy's okay. like, I don't okay. know. Some, some people think you'll explode. He's like, and? Other people think you'll implode. <laughs> hmm. Jet Li's like not happy with it. No, like, no, no, no. I'm talking about the, the possibility of becoming a god. <laughs> he's like, yeah, is that true? <laughs> but he would probably just explode. Kind of reminds me of how uh, they explain what happens if you eat two devil fruits. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No, I don't. What happens? You don't? No. Oh, that's super important information. Yeah. Uh, if you eat two I'm devil fruits... I'm the opposite fruits... of Bondo. I can't remember anything from manga. Ah, just, okay. Just the so, feeling. <laughs> so, um, this happens in the uh, Aeneas lobby arc where... Mm-hmm. Um, shortly before they give um, Khalifa and Kaku their devil fruits, Mm -hmm. where she gets the soap power and he gets the giraffe powers. Um, I remember that scene. Yeah. Yeah, and they talk about what happens when you eat two. They said you just explode. Oh, And the uh, the Jabra says uh, you're not even supposed to put a devil fruit next to someone who already has one because then the devils come out and fight each other and that makes you explode. (laughs) But he's an idiot, so that's not true. No confirmation of that. And um, that's also like that. That's a very important piece of world building that has never Mm. been talked about before. Yeah. One piece because after have they talked about it after? No, not at well. um, Could you could. Theoretically, could, yes. they, could they? The beat, thing is, could they have beaten Kaido just by getting another devil fruit and sneaking it into his food? 
<gasps> Damn. Okay, now that's now. Okay, We're coming up with so now. many alternate ways to beat Kaido every week. Wow. We have a new idea. I hadn't even for thought of that. Like it would be so easy to do yeah. it because Luffy went into his mouth. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Just stuff another Kaido... fruit in there. Kaido does, does it apply is... to the smile fruits too? The faked ones? Hmm. Mm. Hey, it's it's worth a try. Yeah, might as well. What's the uh, worst but that could it would be so easy. He's constantly drunk, even yeah, in his dragon form, and it, it would be so easy to do that. Damn, that's so smart. We're, we are. Uh, they put. You, <laughs> they should just put us in in charge of in everything. charge of Shonen Jump too. So, uh, um, it kind of gets alluded to later on when uh, they find out that for some reason. Blackbeard has the power to get to devil fruit powers. Yeah. Which everybody's like, that's impossible. How did he do it? And mm -hmm. somehow he can just do it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's part <laughs> of his so yummy, good. yummy food. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He, uh, he just turned into a black hole and warped it down. Either way, um, I think that's uh, very important to keep in yeah. mind. And uh, if you don't remember that, it's uh, <laughs> now I will. It's a sign that you're a fake now. fan. <laughs> I'm the fakest One Piece fan. I don't yes. even know the name of the uh, of, of the Devil of Fruits. The, yeah, the Devil Fruits. <laughs> <gasps> I was trying to think of like what's something really that should be obvious that I don't remember. But I'm like, oh wait, if I don't remember it, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I could I, like. I, do you want? Do you want me to quiz you? No, 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 not now. We got. <laughs> we got to talk more about Goo Goo Goo. Like okay. This, this first thing. Uh, so, <clears throat> this page made me like doubtful of how smart he is. Because <laughs> yeah. the first thing he asks is, "I want proof of America making contact with aliens," and actually comes up with something. And I thought yeah. it was really funny because I was like, um, "Do you remember?" in Captain Marvel when uh, Captain Marvel and Samuel Jackson are quizzing each other for like, how do I know you're not a scroll and just pretending to be the other person? But then they start giving answers that is like stuff that the other Neither person of wouldn't them could know. Confirm. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's unconfirmable by the other person. <laughs> so it wouldn't actually help. It could just be the imposter um, bluffing. Yeah, and in this case, it's like, yeah, you're asking something that you have. The first thing you ask is something you can't confirm. Like regular Google would probably turn up something. <laughs> so I asked regular Google for for proof that America made contact with aliens, and indeed, there is a memo written by Harry Truman from 1947 Wait, uh, <laughs> that is authorizing the FBI to create something called Majestic 12, and it's like very what? vague. And lots of people have taken this as being proof that there's that there was contact with aliens because it's like nobody knows what Majestic 12 actually was. <gasps> so conspiracy theorists are just like, aliens. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just funny. That's like, uh, the, obviously the author did a, a real Google search and then just made it like Google Google found it too. Um, I kind of just want to go like stop the podcast and just watch <laughs> 50,000 conspiracy theory videos about aliens and all right, we're going to pause recording right now and um, oh, do, go, watch, go, <laughs> go watch alien recordings. We'll be back in a bit.
All right, we're back. So, uh, what'd you learn about aliens? <laughs> uh, I looked up the Majestic Twelve, and I think now uh-huh. the, the CIA or the FBI is on my case because that's just too <laughs> oh, no. classified information. Mm-hmm. What, what kind so, of um, of fun stuff did you learn so we can get all our listeners on an FBI list too? Um, apparently that's also, um, related to JFK because apparently Mm. he was going to disclose all of the alien stuff and then, and then the CIA was like, no, 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 you can't do that. We have to get rid of you. And then they offed him. And from that moment onwards, um, I think, uh, every president got told don't don't ask about the aliens or, you know, what happened to JFK. Although... I do remember, uh, was it, which one was it? One of the, the presidents said, the first thing that I'm going to do if I get elected is uh, I'm going to ask what's in Area 51 and I'm going to mm-hmm. ask who killed JFK. And I, th- I think, <laughs> probably didn't uh, it. Was it I think the question is, ah, <laughs> uh, that could be. I think the answer for both of those is exactly the same. So, and I, I probably Aliens. you probably don't have to even ask. I think they just tell you right away, oh, yeah. like, don't, don't even ask about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The thing thing I discovered about aliens is that mm-hmm. um, uh, the the reason that Truman it always comes with to Truman is because it was during his time that uh, the Roswell incident happened. All right. And that also, uh, even before he was president, when he was just vice president, he had already been getting asked about aliens. Oh, really? Uh, because, yeah, he, he worked for uh, FDR. So he was the vice president during part of World uh, War II. He was the president yeah, yeah, at the very yeah. end of it. And uh, it turned... They like, already had yeah, uh, well, dealt heard with of the Foo, Foo Fighters. Fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Foo Fighters was From in the 40s. Stone Ocean. All, yes. <laughs> Yeah, these uh, fighter pilots kept seeing plankton in the sky flying in uh, really bizarre ways. And everyone like thought that it was, you know, the the other side's secret technology. Um, but it was it was never sufficiently explained. Like, I think uh, some of them, they were like, uh, it was spy balloons that go up super high and get blown weird ways in the wind. And sure. some of them were like um, uh, hallucinations because the flight suits were not as well designed back then. So right. when pilots went really high, then they they were more likely to have like weird effects on their body and see like spots of light. Uh, and then there's other ones that they're like, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> so people are like, yeah, that those are the the real alien ones. I I've, uh, recently watched a bunch of um, conspiracy debunking stuff, and oh, yeah. I I just love all of the the conspiracies where they go like, oh, and this is the alien stuff, and here, and this goes back to Atlantis and the, the <laughs> interdimensional demons and stuff, and yeah. I I love that. I'm eating that up, but the I also hyperwar. Oh yeah, that's. I mean that's real. Oh, there's the uh, I'm three thousand years old. I I can totally vouch for. <laughs> you were there. Well, technically, I wasn't there, okay. but my my okay. um, family was there. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I also watch a thing that was um, somebody's review of the entirety of Ancient Aliens. Like mm-hmm. a- apparently, there's like two hundred episodes of Ancient Aliens. I did not know I that. I love that stuff. And 
there's so some YouTuber was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the bullet for all the rest of you guys. Was I'm gonna it, watch the entire show. I I already forget who it was. Um, I do know that alternate history hub. <laughs> just did watched that. it, but I, I forget who it was that actually did it because I was reading the um, Foo Fighter stuff. But ah. yeah, it's it's just so funny just how um, there's all these people who are like, oh, everything was aliens, <laughs> and then they have. <laughs> it's like yeah, the aliens were particularly active during the the periods of time when people built pyramids and stuff, and then. Uh, for some reason, they were they were inactive for the entire medieval period. <laughs> and like, imagine in the eighties when mm -hmm. this stuff, like these theories, were completely new, and somebody's like, "Wait a second, this this stuff in the Bible sounds kind of like an astronaut." Mm -hmm. And and uh, and then um, Gainax makes uh, uh, Secret of Blue Water. Mm -hmm. uh, that that blows your mind. Yeah. That that'll change you. <laughs> It changed with, me with a greater amount of um, of archaeological knowledge. It seems very silly now. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> like so, when people say, like, we don't know how pyramids were designed, and aliens right. have to do. Like, no, we know exactly how they did it because we, yeah. we've seen the older pyramids that look like crap when they didn't yes. know how to how to do it. <laughs> yeah, but there's still and a bunch of mysteries funny, out also, there. Um, uh, I read a thing about ancient superstructures and mm -hmm. why it is that so many ancient civilizations have pyramids and not towers even though in the modern day we, we're all unless you're bass pro shops everyone builds towers and right. do you know what the reason for that is it's not because ancient people towers only built just pyramids fall over yeah it's that if you don't take care of a tower it falls over <laughs> But a pyramid, it's so stable, you can leave it there for thousands of years. It'll just still also, be there. Also, pyramid is, like, really cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. A tower yeah. is really cool, but a pyramid, mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> you and can yeah, put a, uh... the big eye inside it. Uh, you can <laughs> you can shoot lasers out of it. That, that's, that's cool. Right. The light coming out of the top. That's the best. <laughs> so, um, the main character of uh, Sugoi's smartphone is asking about, like... <laughs> immediately uh yeah, the first the thing, thing is like this confirm something extremely specific like not just tell me if aliens are real okay. just tell me if there is evidence of the mm -hmm. united states <laughs> making <laughs> which contact. we found with with our non-sugoi smahovs <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is kind of foreshadowing. Like mm -hmm. this is, it's getting hand waved immediately. Like don't don't think about this you too think much. You think there's going to be aliens later on? This is definitely going to come back later <laughs> yeah, because yeah. this is like too. This is too uh, mm -hmm. too important to yeah. just pop up. Like oh yeah, aliens exist. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, he, but he gets so impressed by this, and he says, "This this small hoe is so sugoi." Yeah, as he, holds he it does the, the thing. He does the thing where he says the title. Mm -hmm. Is this actually a title drop in Japanese? Uh, not exactly, because oh, okay. uh, it, 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 the title is Sugoi Smartphone, and in Japanese he would say Kono, kono Smaho wa Sugoi. Mm. But it's as close as, you, as you'd yeah, yeah, uh, get almost. to. Yeah. It's like as if uh, in Dr. Stone, if they picked up the soapstone and they said, this stone is our doctor. That sort yeah. of thing. But then uh, after that, uh, he does confirm it with 
what I think would have been the logical thing to test it with to begin with when it says, oh, it can find any information even if it's not online. Mm-hmm. When he's like, well, uh, tell me what's written in my journal from this such and such date. Because that's something that yeah. would not be searchable by anybody and he can easily confirm it by pulling out his journal. Yeah, yeah so um, very he's, smart. he's a smart boy after all. Uh, and it it gets a little bit of an explanation of the smartphone that I really liked. Um, when he's like, oh, how could it do this? And the, the smartphone uh, Explains calls him, him a worm, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <clears throat> Thing that, I mean, the, uh, the smartphone itself has limitations, so it's not yes, it's, exactly it's not like, totally like, by, like yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way, I'm, I'm God compared to you it's mm-hmm. it still has limitations it's just and i, it I can him. detect things that you can't yeah yeah but i really like the explanation saying that it um, was a good explanation it, it reminds me of um flatlanders uh, yeah flatlander where it's like uh yeah to somebody who exists on a 2d plane someone moving in 3d would seem like you know they're, they're just incomprehensible oh by the yeah. way those <laughs> That was really funny just now that you made that sound with your mouth. <laughs> that little uh, phone sound. And it got. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, so he's asking it one too many questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then suddenly the, the phone says something that's completely not ominous at all. Right. <laughs> Because apparently points. searching stuff with the Google Goo smartphone mm-hmm. um, gives him points. And yeah. these points can be cashed in to do um, more elaborate searches. So, I, you know, I think, um, I think DuckDuckGo has a, some kind of point system. Wait, really? Yeah. I've, well, I've never like, like messed with it. But I remember when I... Um, when I first downloaded it, there was something about like, oh, you can uh, collect points somehow. <laughs> and huh. I didn't look into it anymore. I was like, I'm not going to use that. But I mean, I'm, I like, know curious. there's, <laughs> there's <laughs> a search Go engine. Has, uh, some super smartphone kind of aspects. <laughs> I forgot what it's called, but one mm-hmm. of those search engines says that with each search, um, you generate money to save the rainforest or something. Really? It's kind of interesting, yeah. but I wonder how that how that works. Exactly. How does it work? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so he uh uses this smartphone to investigate a case that sounds yes. kind That's of like the case to what of... happened to his brother. Yeah, and this uh, missing child case. So he's he's I... going into detective mode now. Yeah, and I yeah. think he could have gone a slightly different way about it. Mm-hmm. Or rather, um, he was lucky that the plot uh, had the case um, be the way it was. Because yeah. the, the there was a child kidnapping, and um, the, the fat, ugly bastard who kidnapped the child just wanted to have her as his daughter yeah yeah and it's like if it was one of those cases where you know the kid gets killed immediately <laughs> this would not be helpful yeah um so that's why it was, was kind of was convenient lucky. yeah but uh i uh, did I like guess the way is... he went about doing the detective work really i yeah i thought that was cool where he's like 
uh, it was a way that it's showing the limitations of the super smartphone and yeah, also the rules for it. But also it's like showing that he can think through things like, oh, well, if it can't do, th do this, then I'll have to, I'll combine the yeah, I'll have to by... ask like, um, how do you call it? Uh, not maybe like tangential material that, um, that could lead me to the kidnapped kid without being able to ask directly, where's this kidnapped kid? Yeah. Was, he's giving conditions clever. like, yeah. I, um, mean, I, I like that. It's going very much in a, um, uh, detective, but with a much <laughs> wider way of getting knowledge, <laughs> like almost magical way of gain, gaining knowledge. I think that's yeah. But I kind of, I, I was a little bit um, disappointed by the smartphone having the limitation that it said, like, I can only um, recognize the clothes of the girl. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, there could, it could be seven different um, brands, and I don't know which one it is. And he just drops that lead instead of yeah. saying, okay, <laughs> check where... Uh, these clothes are in in this right, current yeah, yeah. radius, All those brands. for example, because yeah, that would have been cross reference uh, those seven brands existing in in which of those houses. That would have been a quicker way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure as he uh, as he goes along, he'll get better and better at using it. I um, suppose. One panel I wanted also, to highlight that you didn't. Um, really? Is when he's he's I'm thinking so he's thinking through about like. Oh, how can I um, figure out or information? What should I ask to find out? Because what is it that a kidnapper would need? And he gets a serious thinking face. But then uh, he says, hmm, the culprit's goals, eating, excretion. <laughs> and I missed, I read it too fast. I was like, so I read it as the culprit's goal, eating excretion. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Is he chasing the loathsome dung eater? <laughs> Yeah, me too. That was exactly what I was but thinking. He so was really it's... just thinking about like, oh, what are what are the daily needs of, mm. of a human? And <laughs> he didn't need to say excretion because how would the super smartphone be able to find any information <laughs> regarding that? The thing is, he's just spitballing. Like, he's yeah, yeah, throwing yeah. out ideas. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's kind of... Like, this is just a, a writing, I would yeah. say, mistake to not add uh, ellipses, for example. Mm -hmm. Or for for putting one more item, just so you know that um, he's listing things. Because right. I hate it when a list it doesn't even have three things. <laughs> it, if it's two things, that's really pissing me off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's you have a, to always list multiple, at least three things. Yeah, to be a be a proper list. Um, yeah. But yeah, how would you rate this chapter, the new manga? Um, it was really interesting. It mm -hmm. uh, wasn't exactly Death Note, which um, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, I looked at the comments kind of on because I'm I'm reading this online, so I can see like comments oh, really? from other readers. And there's so many yeah, yeah, people yeah. who are like, I'm getting Death Note vibes from this. Yeah, and I too am. I like, yeah. There's like definitely a feel of um, of Death Note just from oh, I got this magical item and I gotta figure out the rules for it, and then and uh, it's a genius high schooler, yeah, and there's probably some ominous uh, right. uh, supernatural some, thing behind yeah, ulterior the, motive the of the super yeah of the uh, the magical item that he got. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> 
but yeah, I'm in, I'm intrigued. Um, the things I didn't like is uh, so far at least there's just not much characterization. Um, for Q, like, yeah, we get Q and his friend, and it's like okay, yeah, they're they're there, uh, and the super smartphone being called Goo Goo Goo. And then he names it, he gives it a, a nickname and he oh, just yeah. calls it Kimi, which is yeah. you. So I think a proper <laughs> translation would be since his name is Q, they uh -huh. should name it U, like yeah, the yeah, big yeah. letter U. Oh, that would have been so good. Uh, I should dock at points for not doing that. <laughs> See? I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a, transla well, a translation mm -hmm. uh, thing. Oh, now but, I'm kind of wondering uh, if it has a, uh, if it's going to in the anime, if it's going to have a masculine voice or a feminine voice. Because uh, it could be like that Joaquin Phoenix movie where he falls in love with his cell phone. Um, I think Kimi sounds somewhat feminine, so let's mm -hmm. pretend it's, it's female. Sure. We'll, I mean, we'll since everybody always pretends that Siri is, is a girl. <laughs> Uh, with, uh, I yeah, think the, the femboy Siri. Uh, I think the whole thing could have been a, a little bit darker. Mm -hmm. Like um, the the culprit just wanting a child yeah. and not doing anything else. Like even just hinting at it would, would have been enough. But him just wanting a child is kind of milk toast. Like you, mm -hmm. you would be able to find her immediately. Yeah. If that were the case. Um, Come to think of it, if that's the case, then it should have been a uh, a woman instead of that guy. Oh, that's true. Right? Yeah. Oh well. Kind of anyway, weird. Yeah, I said uh, um, seven out of ten. Interesting yeah, premise. Uh, I'm st still, yeah, definitely going to read it. Um, I'm happy that it, there's a new thing that's not as bad as Earth Child because <laughs> that's been such a yeah, we, we, I mean, Earth Child is one of those series where you kind of know it has a distinct ending mm -hmm. and it can't go on for forever. It could yeah. go on for like as long as the first half of Death Note mm -hmm. could have gone on if you if you played your cards right. But yeah, um, well, it's like the, the premise. It's I mean, we already saw from the first chapter. It's like, OK, we got two generations, so. Uh, it could potentially go on for a long time, but it's not going to. <laughs> yeah, but it's um, the point is it's it's one of those series that are probably short, relatively mm -hmm. serious, um, a little bit more mature, and not focused on fighting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think this one fits the same kind of niche, like the broader mm -hmm. niche. Uh, similar to how do you remember um, ghost, what was it um, Ghost Rider Time Paradox? Oh, I remember you telling me about it, but I never actually read it myself. Ah, oh, you Am didn't miss out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Okay, good. But it's that kind of niche, and if mm -hmm. you compare it with um, all the other series that started in that kind of niche, I think this is one of the best. Yeah. In in a long while. Yeah, it's a good good beginning. Is the author someone who's um, done anything we might have known before? We we don't know it, but he has had a series okay. that went for two books, which means he got cancelled immediately. Oh, that's too bad. Well, uh, yeah, good luck, super smartphone. Hopefully it'll 
do better than the previous ones, then anyway, mm-hmm. let's move on to the next chapter, which is One Piece. One Piece. And um, so after we got the, I think it was last week, we saw the flaming Orochi. And we were yeah. like, ah, oh, he looks kind of cool, but it's also kind of stepping on the uh, previous <laughs> victory by Hiori. Yeah. And then we get this, and I'm like, I could have just gotten this, because this is like the cooler version. <laughs> Of what yeah. she had, yeah. So I'm like, but I was like, I can yeah. draw like this. Wait, I I want to draw more like this. Yeah, basically. Uh, but yeah, we're getting the the final, the true um, final showdown. Just uh, their biggest attacks are gonna hit each other. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no way that it's gonna <laughs> go on. I I because ex- like this uh, chapter, most of it was flashback, right? Yes. Yeah. So, or either flashback or cut away to someone else. So, I expect and a, next a lot week... of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was uh, meant to just remind us what's at stake in yeah. this whole fight, mm-hmm. and giving us the perspective that uh, Luffy is fighting for an entire right. country being freed yeah. from somebody who's like extremely oppressive. Right. And as cool as you might have thought Kaido can be, like he enjoys yeah, the fight, he can sh- get a little bit uh, mm-hmm. goofy in the middle of it. Yeah. And it's like he you, does you've have seen a, sense a lot of, of him just being kind of kind of cool, you know, in, in this battle yeah. where he like yeah, like uh you said his sense of, of fairness when he um is mad that he, he got a hit on Woofy thanks to the CP zero mm-hmm. guys. And it's like, oh, well, maybe he's a cool guy, but then it's like, no, he's not. This is what he does to a country when he takes over, completely screws them over just to take all their stuff. I'd say a lot of it is also due to Orochi being like a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the thing is... It didn't is, have um, to be this way. Yeah. But I, I think uh, a lot of, even in history, there's times like that Um where you can criticize a leader of like a of like a federation or an empire of something because their um, like other leaders who are under them are acting horribly, and they're mm. like, as long as I get mine, you can keep being terrible to the the normal people. And I think like yeah. that's kind of yeah, that's that's what they're doing here. It's like, although I think Kaido even. He has some lines in the flashbacks directly saying about how he's he wants everyone to be oppressed on the island, right? I suppose, yeah. But it's, yeah, if you look it's at like other... it's both, of, both of them are bad guys. It's just that Kaido isn't as as uh, as scum as Orochi. Yeah, he's a bad guy who's willing to trample other people for his own goals. Uh, but he does have like that sense of humor and sense of justice that makes him like a bit more interesting. Uh, you can, if you can just, look at his trash. Um, you can look at his partnership with uh, Do Flamingo, mm-hmm. and he didn't make Do Flamingo. Uh, I mean, he also oppressed his country, but yeah. um, he didn't tell him to just like let everybody starve. Right. Yeah, that's true. Doflamingo wasn't quite as bad a leader as Orochi seems to have been. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I was 
to, to what right. I felt like. And but also, thankfully, Doflamingo is further away. <laughs> With Orochi, oh, yeah. it's literally under his nose. He's he's yeah. watching. The, he sees this every day. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, that's fine. So, uh, thankfully, we get an, uh, a definitive end to Orochi now. Finally, yeah. Got the, the his final head got, got cut off. Mm-hmm. It, it this is one of those things where it never really got spelled out how uh, Orochi, since he's the myth, the mythical mythological yeah, he's creature, he's well technically he's he's that. From our perspective, it's a hydra. Oh, but right, but it's the the uh, the, the many headed snake. Yeah, it's yeah. the many-headed snake, which doesn't grow its heads back mm-hmm. as far as I know. Uh, even though it does show up three times in, in Okami. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> do do it, you remember it that? Grows its, it grows its heads back if it, um, if it works for gameplay purposes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think in One Piece it's treated uh, as accurate as it could be to the original myth, which is mm-hmm. if you cut all of the heads off, then nice. it's finally dead. Yeah. And you can tell that Orochi throughout the series has lost uh, heads. Yes, At, when, the, he, when he first transformed, he had... Yeah. So now he's down to the, the last one, and this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gone. A lot of people in the comments were like, come on! <laughs> I know. Double, we should, double we need to count like how many how many weeks it will be of uh, Luffy's fist not hitting Kaido. <laughs> In the anime, it's gonna be like a whole year. Yeah, it will be nuts. Um, it will be like. Nuts. Didn't they do something similar to that in Dragon Ball Z? During like, oh, several of the fights, they would have people like rushing each other, and they would keep having like cutaways <laughs> to what absolutely. other people are doing or flashbacks. I've also seen comments saying that uh, next week is is going to definitely be like a a more complete flashback for Kaido. You think? So he, yeah, I'm well, I'm unsure, <sighs> but I've seen lots of people thinking it, and it's like, yeah, it's possible that they put that before his defeat. I'd be fine could, with it being it after his defeat, but it's. I'm just thinking it would be funny if it's like next week. The the whole thing is just. Kaido flashback, then the very last panel is just, just this, but they're slightly closer together now. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. So anyway, how do you rate so, this but, one? Yeah. Oh, let me check. I said um, seven and a half six, because I am st- I'm still upset that Komurasaki did not actually get the kill on Orochi. Yeah. Um, but I I do like the the rest of the flashback stuff, sort of like really reminding us just how bad this place has been under Kaido's control. I didn't really like that, so that's really? why I was a little bit below that. I was sixty five. Okay. Yeah. I noticed one more thing that I didn't oh. like, which is oh, when yeah. um, when Kaido turns himself into fire, mm-hmm. basically, and Understood. says, "Well, try to try to punch me with that big fist." Yeah. <laughs> Just, just try it. Uh-huh. Luffy is like, I don't even have to punch you with my big fist. I can do it without. Because then he he himself remembers that he was training. Oh, the yeah. Hockey ha- hockey he does the, like, uh, yeah. The impact the, the that doesn't kick. have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
so that kind of eliminates the whole uh, like point of having a giant fist, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, have Kaido to touch him, so it doesn't himself. have to be a big fist. I could just well, yeah, maybe maybe he just was really into the idea of grabbing all that lightning with his giant hand. <laughs> mm. Is there still lightning inside his hand? Um, I I I don't see it in this panel, but I, I thought um there was a panel that showed that showed his fist again and there was lots of lightning on it i thought this week oh well so we'll We'll see you next week yeah so anyway next on is jujitsu kaisen um yes jujitsu kaisen (laughs) when i saw this opening page i thought that uh i thought that this would be like the manga that that this dude is writing but actually, it's not. <laughs> I was a bit confused here. Um, yeah, I mean, we did see what his art style looks like, so uh-huh. uh, it couldn't be this. Okay, because but but I thought yeah, just because it was like oh here's some manga stuff, and we knew that this guy is is manga related, and yeah. I did not recognize the guy he's fighting. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this guy's powers are at all. And it turns out his powers are... Um, Pachinko. Pachinko. <laughs> the biggest and, evil in yeah. the world. Um, and the reason that it shows all these characters from a manga on the first page is because uh, his domain expansion is based on a pachinko game based on this manga. Yeah, uh, an existing property that yeah. got turned into a pachinko game inside this manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an in-universe <laughs> uh, fictional work. It makes me wonder if there's a Jujutsu Kaisen pachinko game yet, and how much that makes. Because did you did you see that post about um, how or where the money comes from for the Evangelion franchise? Yes. yes. Yeah, and it was like very disappointing because it turns out that. A majority of it comes from Pachinko. <laughs> well, it's because Pachinko is gambling. Yeah. Like, this is this is the one uh, semi-legal way for people to gamble in Japan. Mm-hmm. Because gambling is forbidden, of course. Mm-hmm. Except for uh, Pachinko. But Pachinko, it straddles the line of legality. Because right. when you go to Pachinko... You play for those little metal balls, and then you bring the metal balls to a counter, and the counter <laughs> gives you something like one of those Chuck E. Cheese prizes. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like. Uh, and yeah, then you like take arcades. that prize. You take that prize, and then you go around the corner, and then there is <clears throat> a, a, a very convenient shop that specializes in buying pachinko. Uh, prizes because those are <laughs> such high value. So there, uh, you exchange your uh, prizes for real money, and that's how mm-hmm. you get the money. Yeah, and that's why you're only allowed to. Um, I think foreigners are generally not allowed to play pachinko, and pachinko really? is I didn't know that. G- generally in in the hands of the Korean mafia. Ah. See, that's like uh, kind of opposite from gambling in America, where yeah. uh, they very much love when foreigners come and gamble. Of course. Uh, that's where yeah. the money comes from. Yeah, they get loads of money from these whales from who are like, 
I came all this way uh, to like visit Las Vegas or visit whatever riverboats in, in Louisiana. And they're like, I want to spend a ton of money and play as many games as possible. So they'll like sit there and play cards or um, roulette and whatever and just just throw tons of money around. It's it's very odd <laughs> to hear that pachinko places are like no foreigners. I mean, I could spitball some ideas why mm -hmm. I think that might be the case. And I think I've seen some foreigners do like photo ops where they're like, haha, I'm doing pachinko. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think my number one theory would be that they just don't want, uh, like, they're already barely legal. So if some foreigner comes in and mm -hmm. then trouble happens as it, does with foreigners yeah like when, if, uh, and you can't explain you, you walk if, into a pachinko thing and you can't even hear anybody it's so loud it's uh -huh. it's, it's so extremely um uh uh what's it called auditory uh, overload yeah um you wouldn't be able to explain this to somebody who doesn't know what what the deal is and then yeah um and then maybe the the foreigner things he gets he has some claim on on money right away, mm -hmm. and then they have to explain to him that no, this is this is how our, our stupid racket works, and <laughs> they'd have to expel it all out, and uh, you're just supposed to know how it works, mm -hmm. and I guess that's the reason. But it's, I could be wrong. I it's kind of funny because I, I, I remember. Was, uh huh. You were. I was sent uh, home when I went into Pachinko, but that was mainly because I said. You have a sign in your window saying you're looking for uh, you're hiring, and uh -huh. I'm looking for a job. And they were like, "Was this was this an Animal Crossing Pachinko parlor? <laughs> they, they didn't speak human language, <laughs> and you were like, I don't uh, understand your animalese. I'm going well, to I, that's what I heard. So <laughs> you, you have to remember, I'm an elf, so I have mm. very sensitive ears and. <laughs> I hear everything. And in that kind of surrounding, like I'm deaf. Yeah. I was just gonna say that's that, how you um, that's how you beat me. Like as... if you have if if we're in a stand battle mm -hmm. and my advantage is that I can hear everything, uh <laughs> you have to use um a Dominion ex expansion where I'm just in a pachinko parlor. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's how uh how Kaji is going to lose in um in Sakamoto days, the you know bad what? guys are going to take him to a pachinko parlor. Actually, uh, yes. <laughs> now that you mention it, yes, this is this is absolutely happening because pachinko mm -hmm. parlors are not too far from um, um, assassins. <laughs> no, um, uh, shopping district. So mm. um, when you go grocery shopping, uh, the pachinko isn't <clears throat> far away. Okay, and Sakamoto is the grocery dude right that's right yeah he is so yeah. this could very much happen and yeah. i think we just like uh, uh threw out like a million dollar idea to sakamoto, <laughs> sakamoto author. happen yeah i was just gonna say that um when i was a kid my parents got me like this little plastic mini pachinko machine and i thought <gasps> it was fun just to like watch the balls like fly through it yeah. and bounce around and that's and how you get they get you yeah, and I never knew that it was like a gambling thing that that adults do. I was like, oh, this is like a fun thing for kids. 
When, and then when I grew up and, real, and learned that people like blow thousands of dollars <laughs> playing it. I was like, that's ridiculous. When it's for kids, is it called Plinketto? No, that's that's when it's for aging Red Batman who like <laughs> movies <laughs> too much. <laughs> Wait, what, what's the real name when they play it? When what? Uh, the so the, the the version that it's based on on Redwater Media is uh, Pinko, which ah. is, it is basically giant pachinko, but it was from a TV show. Um, <gasps> I th I'm trying to think. Was it on Prices Right? It might have been on Prices Right. So Prices Right was this uh, TV show that I don't know if it's running still, but it ran for like decades. Probably. And um, I remember when I was a kid, the joke was that the the host is like ancient and he kept going for like, I think that he passed away when he was like nineties and he had been like doing the show for 50 years or something. Is that the one who's, <clears throat> who tells you to, to spay and neuter your cats? Yes, I think so. He's also the one who, um, uh, he beat up a young Adam Sandler in one of his <gasps> movies. Um, uh, happy Gilmore is a movie about a, um, a hockey player who switches to golf and uh, uh while he's like uh practicing golf then uh he encounters the host of the price is right and the price is right host then his persona on the show is like you know a, a friendly fun mm -hmm. grandpa type so then for the movie to be funny they make it so that um so that adam sandor pisses him off so much <laughs> he just beats the crap out of him um and he he yells the price is wrong bitch adam <laughs> i think that's that's like a very natural reaction to seeing adam sandler <laughs> yeah like there's there's also this old chinese proverb that when mm -hmm. you meet adam sandler on the road you have to kill him <laughs> yeah i think i think i've heard that before <laughs> It's very uh, philosophical. Yeah, very, very philosophical. Anyhow, um, so I looked at this page and I was like, I'm not going to have any chance of understanding it, so I'm just going to skip it. Uh, <laughs> and, hope yes. the, uh, and hope the story does not actually require me to understand. Because I think um, for a lot of these sort of uh, magic battle type things, like a lot of times in... Um, it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I was going to say is that... Um, there's a lot of stories, like the better parts of Naruto or like uh, Jojo or Hunter Hunter, where um, a big part of it is figuring out, like the characters figuring out each other's power to like mm -hmm. to battle it. But then to do that, you have to you have to let the audience understand yeah. it pretty well too, right? And I'm looking at this info dump, like I have no chance of understanding it, and how is the guy he's fighting gonna be able to understand this unless he's played that pachinko game too right um the thing in jujutsu kaisen is that it gets established fairly early on that mm -hmm. um your jujutsu gets stronger once you've explained mm. how it works yeah, like that's a very convenient. It is very convenient because th then it re removes the, the need to have people like uh, like Speedwagon or um, Kakashi talking about what what all the powers are. Uh, but I mean, but I get 
why you would do it as as a narrative um tool but also i think it robs us of the fun yeah of yeah i agree having the phase where you don't the know mystery what's going phase. on and then, yeah i like that yeah because it's that's, like that's always really good in yeah, hunter it, x hunter and in jojo it's one of those um going back to the uh the show don't tell rule is uh yeah it's it's always more interesting in a story if you figure something out by having the effect of it be shown rather than just having somebody exposit about it towards you. Yeah. Yeah. And at the very least, the 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 manga dude who gets explained this, mm -hmm. it has the exact correct reaction to all of this. <laughs> yeah, it's the perfect reaction because this is it's this so is angry. Of, uh, it's funny because a couple weeks ago when this guy was introduced, we were like, we were both like, mm. I hate this guy, but then he's had two reactions that are like exactly what we're feeling. <laughs> like last yeah. week when he um, he talks about oh, what was the line last week. He said something oh, about being uh, um, about how jujitsu has taken away his his pleasure his of too. yeah enjoying manga. Wait, let me check. Uh, do, 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 do. Where is it? What's the line? Um, What's his line? Ah, uh, well, my reality has been taken over by jujitsu. I've yeah. lost my motivation as a reader and as a creator. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's it's too exact to how we felt, and then this week as well. Don't info dump me with all that garbage. I feel the same way. He, the next one that I highlighted is also a very uh, <laughs> accurate uh, reaction where he's like, this isn't good at all. This is an insult to the manga. Yeah. Um, of course, he's, he's talking about the original work mm -hmm. of the right, yeah, this, this uh, thing, thing that gets shown off. But yeah. also, he could talk about jujutsu. <laughs> How yeah. dare you pull the stupid move uh in in this manga mm -hmm. yeah or maybe he's talking about manga in general like how dare you yeah <laughs> do this like at all this character that we both hate has sadly become our proxy within the story not not always sometimes the, his yeah, opponent this, is our this proxy. time just this time this one time yeah uh, i i do like how it, it um how they really make the point that uh these pachinko things these mm -hmm. machines like the, those as far as i understand P pachinko is kept fresh by introducing <clears throat> these kind of cinematics that play right, when yeah. you do the thing yeah um and the tie-ins, the IP tie-ins. Yeah, the tie-ins. Yeah. And some of those are like Pachinko original. Mm -hmm. you, you don't get to see this anywhere else, and you mm -hmm. really have to get lucky. Yeah, to... like, uh, which, which game series was it that people are like, oh, it's coming back, but then it turns out that the leaked cinematics were just from a Pachinko game and not a an actual proper game for it? Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh. Snake Eater. Oh, was it that people thought it was getting remastered or something? Yes. Wow, yeah. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> this is this is something to be angry about. Yeah, it's uh it's not great. <laughs> the pachinkofication. What's the name of uh I'm I'm mentally uh very exhausted, so I don't okay, okay, yeah. I can't name the dude, the fat trans uh recently transified 
game critic who oh uh, um sterling yes yeah jim sterling always had the um the the clip of i think it was fake mm. where uh they mimicked a silent hill pachinko where it always oh. said pull the lever because he said this is the next step in as an insult to silent mm. hill fans yeah making pachinko <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure it's already being worked on right now instead of silent hills could be yeah Are okay we really uh, yeah is there anything else you want to say about this panel oh. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, no, I mainly wanted to explain that this whole domain expansion is, I would say it's mainly just a distraction. Mm -hmm. It's a distraction time bomb. Like, uh, look at all of this stupid stuff that's going on around you. You're in the Um, Pachinko cinematics now. Yeah. And, uh, you could still continue fighting with your own. And they do. And they do, but he's so distracted by will will he get a jackpot or not mm-hmm. um, that he kind of gets careless. Yeah, and it's like when he actually does uh, win the pachinko game, and it's like, mm. oh, what even did it do for him? It healed him. I have is, no idea. Is that it? Because he's just like, oh, I, I I won the pachinko, and you didn't realize it. And he stands up like, okay, but. <laughs> Maybe we get to see what. Maybe we get to see what it does next week. Yeah, it's it's just like what happens when Luffy's hockey-covered fist finally hits Kaido, like next month or whenever. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we're just gonna have to wait to see what actually happens. I guess that's what you call uh, cliffhangers. But I'm just like, yeah, reading this, I was like, it feels so strongly like it wants to be Hunter Hunter, Mm. but it's just not doing it as well. I give it points for being like original. Like mm-hmm. nobody has ever thought about doing something this uh, outlandish. Uh, I give in, it in a props, pachinko. But on the, at the same time, there is a reason why nobody has done this. Yeah, <laughs> because it's an insult to the manga. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you rate it? I would say um, six out of ten. I was yeah, same. I was 60. not too into it. Yeah. But next we have Sakamoto Days, which a I was a little bit more. Yeah, worthwhile. I, was, I was just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, this uh, chapter I felt was it's one of those chapters where I kind of feel like it's a um, uh, wasted opportunity. Like mm. it doesn't it doesn't go by the end of the chapter where I was expecting it to go, and that's too bad. Um, right. But first off, we got uh, Kaji being like, I can hear the sounds through his goggles. Uh, <laughs> Which doesn't really make any sense, does yeah, it? Because I don't get it. <clears throat> this why is would... not how it should work. Yeah, why would the guy who's being controlled need to have the sounds from the other guy going to him? Exactly. Unless like, that's what controls him, but that doesn't make sense either, because just sound exactly. alone can't determine you know all the movement uh so yeah it does it doesn't really make sense that he's actually um listening through the goggles in order to to um to determine what the guy is about to do 
And another thing is However, that, uh, uh -huh. um, it is uh, an, a creative way to deal with the situation of Shin needing yes, uh, can't, somebody yeah. to read the, the, the Because you can't read the art. mind of the guy who's being controlled. Yeah. <clears throat> so they, I mean, yeah, they tried. <laughs> it's kind they, of, they, uh, it's, it's a good reason for a team up. They do the thing. Clunky. From some fighting games, I think mm -hmm. Dead or Alive does that. Yeah, I, Tekken. I love the Dead or Alive uh, stage <laughs> transitions. They're great, <laughs> even though it's so stupid to have a cave conveniently underneath mm -hmm. the. Uh, oh, hey, it's, it's like in Ayashiman when they reveal. Oh, we're actually on an overpass. If you go through the floor, right. you have a ceiling. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the same feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did like the explanation uh, that Kaji gives about mm -hmm. uh, how how the lag works, because yeah. at least now we have like a definitive answer to uh, how how uh, how long it takes for him to react, mm -hmm. which is still oh, but like the problem way is that saying that the lag is that long. Um, it makes the previous chapters when he's like oh there's some lag but he was still able to beat all of the proctors it makes that <laughs> stupider in retrospect because it's like if the lag is that long those other guys oh, would have destroyed him good. yeah he's just that good because <laughs> there's no way he would be able to predict when somebody shoots if if he has that much lag right he just is he expected them to shoot is have you ever played an <laughs> online game with um, 500 millisecond lag? I wouldn't know because okay. I wouldn't be able to tell. All the online games I've played are uh, console games where okay. you don't get to see the ping. <clears throat> well, I, I, I've played a lot of PC games online where you can, where it shows everyone's ping um, like in the match. And mm. I can tell you that in most of those games, if your ping goes above a hundred milliseconds, then um, it's, it you, becomes unplayable. Yeah, you you are pretty much screwed because <laughs> you just you can't react fast enough to stuff. Well, I didn't know that, so that's why uh, I can now revise my opinion and say this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, maybe if he made it... The thing is that if he made the lag shorter, it would make yeah. more sense. Um, but then also, if, if the lag was like really small, then you'd think that then it would start to get into the thing of him being able to consciously hear it would have some lag to it to that as well. <laughs> So then, it, it, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah. Then Shin getting that information is is uh, routed lag. through yeah through him. So there's Actually, lag. oh, they mentioned that there's it, lag from Shin hearing his thoughts, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, they kind of they kind of do um, take that into account. The whole situation <laughs> is actually really interesting, but the execution mm -hmm. is that uh, the remote control guy. It's just way too fast to, to mm -hmm. make good on the situation. Yeah. Generally, you'd have an enemy who has lag, but is really, really strong. Mm -hmm. And in order to combat him, the, the good guys have to do a technique that also has lag. So that, would, that, that has the potential to be very interesting. But since uh, the supposed lag doesn't even, like, it doesn't really happen in 
in there is a ludo narrative dissonance. <laughs> yeah, the the lag is talked about, but it doesn't actually seem to affect him. I think right. what's affected him more is the fact that he's standing indoors, the controller guy, compared to fighting yeah. outdoors where they are. That's actually affected them more than the lag, which they just keep talking about. Exactly. Um then in the end, Shin, mm-hmm. s- since he can't, well, Kaji can't translate the, the movements he's hearing from the goggles. Yeah. He can't translate it fast enough into words inside his mind. Mm-hmm. So Shin can't read his mind fast enough and react it. So he has to use his Super Saiyan mode, which he calls <laughs> looking into somebody's future. But oh. um, maybe you don't remember this. The first time he did that, he explained that it's almost like looking into the future. Okay. He's, um, he's reading <clears throat> the part of the brain that uh, reacts before you can actually mm-hmm. put it into conscious thought. Yeah. And um, it it practically becomes reading the, reading the future because you can see how the the person's mind um visualizes what it wants to do mm-hmm. yeah i, I so forget it includes um, instincts and stuff i for, i forgot who did the research on it or if there's a specific term for it but i remember uh listening to a youtube video that was talking about um it was like uh do we really have free will or is it an illusion and it was talking about how uh, in tests where they have people making decisions and being like, oh, well, press, uh, press this button when you uh, have made your decision. And then they would do a brain scan to like link um, like where in the brain um, do they s- start having uh, the activation for when they press the button. So they're like, mm-hmm. that's when they make the decision. And they found that like there would be a lot of activity before the decision was made and before people were conscious of their decision. <laughs> so they mm-hmm. like somehow determined from that that a lot of decisions are actually uh, made completely unconsciously. And then you saying, oh, yeah, I decided on that uh, is just uh, your own conscious mind justifying something that you're doing unconsciously. <laughs> Very deep. Yeah, uh, I don't quite understand it, but like maybe that's what he's doing here. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's is also one doing. of those things that's like they they measure it in milliseconds, so <laughs> it wouldn't really be that good of a help in a fight since your reaction no. time wouldn't be good enough. Um, yeah, there was one more thing I wanted to highlight from this chapter that you didn't uh-huh. get, which was earlier when Shin tells Kaji that he's clairvoyant. Uh, then Kaji's reaction is for real. I'm so embarrassed, and I'm like, yeah, that that would be how a lot of people react upon discovering that someone you're hanging out with can hear your thoughts. Well, especially Kaji because he's so self conscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thankfully, yeah. Oh, he gets that over would it be quickly. that would be um, then what do you call it? The people who don't have an internal monologue, it would become like a superpower because you'd never know what they're gonna do. Uh, he, that's why he, Shin had to develop the future site because okay. the guy he, he, uh, <laughs> Oh, that actually happened in this? Yeah. The guy he, he developed that against mm-hmm. 
was somebody who only thought about killing and nothing mm. else. And that's why he couldn't really get anything out of him because it was just oh, okay. instinct to kill. Wow. That's the strong uh, killing intent. I am rem remembering all of a sudden a little story that I saw online, which is talking mm -hmm. about somebody who, as a teenager, uh, went to therapy. Mm -hmm. And her reasoning that she thought she needed therapy was that uh, she, she heard voices in her head. Uh huh. And then the psychiatrist and psychiatrist asked her stuff and discovered that it was just her own internal monologue. And that <gasps> <laughs> for whatever reason, this girl like never knew that having an internal monologue is like a common thing that most people do. <laughs> oh. And she thought that it was like a sign of mental illness. And she's like, oh my God, oh. am I crazy? <laughs> That's a reverse of people with aphantasia, aphantasia yeah, yeah, finding yeah. out that it's other a different, people have it's like a different like kind HD. of craziness. Yeah, yeah, like that post where somebody's like, "You can actually imagine something without seeing a picture of it in front of mm. you." Wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> I thought that was just in TV. Yeah, when people are visualized to to have thoughts, that was just how TV is making it. Oh, that's real. Yeah. Cats don't meow. Yeah, they cats, do. yeah. Cats, cats are quiet. <laughs> cats don't meow. They just uh, rate manga on podcasts. <laughs> but anyway, I, I gave this one a six and a half. Um, Same, 66 yeah, points. It's better better than Jujutsu Kaisen. I actually, mm. like, I actually like these characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I... I thought the, it's the fight is dumb not, things. Yeah, not making enough sense. Then yeah. Next up, Roboco. And it's yes. test time. Didn't we we had a previous chapter that talked about testing, right? Oh yes, uh Sugoi Smaho also mm -hmm. talking about testing. It's it's test time for all the all the uh students out there. It could and be, but yeah, this is revealing, re revealing the weak point of Bondo and Gorilla. Actually, have they talked about um, their actual performance in school before? Um, I think we only knew about Matsuo, Matsuo yeah. being extremely smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, th I think uh, earlier we'd seen about how, or it was just a comparison of how uh, Matsuo is really good at schoolwork and Gorilla is really good at athletics. Um, mm. And then Bondo is is not good at anything other than reading manga. Yeah. <laughs> it's his only skill. And it's this a good week, skill to have. It is. I would they say. go super scum mode. <laughs> Once again, Bondo uh, thinking up of using Roboco's abilities. I think this time bad. it kind of lost a, a little bit of impact uh, compared to last time because last time he said I could just... Stepping down from the world to the school. Yeah. Also, like, that last time he was he was like, I still have that one that one method I could use. I could just ask Roboco to destroy the world. Yeah. It was such a, such a leap from uh -huh. zero to infinity. <laughs> Yeah, and this time it's a little bit like it's a step down. It's the same time. joke, and it's a step down, and it's 
honestly somewhat uh, understandable reaction last time mm-hmm. it was completely uh, uh, incomprehensible <laughs> why you would do that and yeah. that, that's why it was funny this time i was like yeah, yeah i've seen that before mm-hmm. one what i did like about this one though is that gorilla also goes into scum mode but then the next page is revealed that the reason he does so bad at school is because he's he's spending too much of his time being a good guy and helping yeah. out outside of school <laughs> And Mozilla's like, I can't even argue with that. Um, when they reveal how everybody else in the friends group is doing, mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised uh, that Chizuru didn't get 100 p- uh, points yeah, as well. Yeah, you think he'd be because, able to just read the minds of people yeah. who are smarter than him? <laughs> and I like... mean, you could exp- <laughs> I, I kind of miss just a side note where he's like, well, I could have read uh, uh, mm-hmm. Mozilla's thoughts on how to solve 100% but I want to do it on my own merit. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, I'm just missing that. Like, yeah. that would be good. Otherwise, I'm always surprised how Chizuru like shows up, but, but they don't he's use, yeah, every time he shows up but doesn't use his ability, it feels like a waste a waste yeah. of putting him on the page. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, yeah, uh, the, the Bondo and Gorilla competing when 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 they think they are the same, but then mm-hmm. one of them has a little bit more points and goes into <laughs> like even worse scum than before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the whole point of uh, uh, um, damn it, I can't talk anymore. The uh, whole punchline is that. Bondo did really well at history. Smarter than Motsu if it was material from a manga because he can mm-hmm. 100% remember when he's read anything in a manga. And I think I yeah. can relate to that a lot. I can't relate. I don't what? remember what happened last week no! in this manga I read. Ah, <laughs> I, get, even. I, just, I just get the vibes. <laughs> but if there's. I'm uh... telling you, the. Reading mm-hmm. manga is one of the best methods to I, uh, study Japanese. I actually ag- then you... agree about in in general, actually, because um, did you know that there's actually some popular science textbooks that um, they would do little cartoon stories in them because they found that people remember that yes, better, of and course. not like not it's like for little Dr. kids, Stone. but for. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, textbooks that are actually used in, like, college courses. There's a popular series. I uh-huh. forget what it's called, but it's just they they do the textbook and have little cartoons in them because they're like, oh, people remember it better if there's... Wait, even in college? Cartoon. Yeah. It sounds like high school at best. Yeah, no, for, for college Middle students. School. Yeah. I felt way better about learning French when we had uh, the books that had cartoons mm-hmm. in it. Uh, yeah. We spent most of our time uh, using whiteout and mm-hmm. uh, changing the pictures to something weird. Like, <laughs> uh, do you, have you seen uh, in slightly more recent years when people changed their uh, textbook characters to Attack on Titan? Oh, yes, I've seen that, yeah. We, yeah, we did really that, funny. but with the um, killer from Scream. Mm-hmm. In your like we textbook. added him in all of the pictures and he always killed the characters in really stupid ways yeah oh yeah i was gonna say you did mention <laughs> dr stone and i'm surprised that an earlier panel had uh bondo doing really badly in science 
Oh, that's true. It's like, oh, you should have remembered some of that stuff from Dr. Stone. <laughs> Maybe it was higher. just uh, unlucky that this yeah, none science of the class was not about it. Yeah. <laughs> recovered there. But yeah, I think it's a, it's a wholesome ending and uh, we could all learn from that. I need to get mm. some, I need to get some, some more books to learn Japanese from because um, I, since you don't have your how to learn Japanese videos out, I've been trying Yet. to learn from, Yet. from uh, smartphone apps uh. and uh, I'm, I'm not very good at like keeping yeah, up. Yeah, those, those probably aren't. Yeah. Uh, I I I haven't checked them out, but mm -hmm. like just from from my gut exp uh, gut feeling, I would say uh, those are probably not as helpful as mm -hmm. if I told you to do uh, my super secret technique <laughs> that you uh, that will only find out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I did uh, some time ago. I saw a video that was by. I don't think he was a professional language teacher, but it's just somebody who um, is like a YouTuber talking about learning Dogen? how to learn different languages. Is it Dogen? And, uh, no, not Dogen. Another guy. I forget his name. But uh, he talked about um, using smartphone apps to learn languages. Mm. And he's like, uh, his, his conclusion was use these in conjunction with... Um, more like older methods like studying from textbooks and uh his favorite method was um watching was netflix. watching lots of netflix in the target language and he's like so using using in conjunction with those methods but don't use it alone because um because you don't get enough uh realistic mm. dialogue from those yeah so yeah i'm i'm gonna have to uh to watch more Netflix in Japanese to find out. <laughs> How many points did you give Roboco? Uh, this time I gave around? It seven. Seven points. Uh, that's way because higher than me. I, I didn't... It was, uh, a nice and good ending. And... The ending was good, but I didn't <laughs> like how the scummy parts weren't <laughs> scummy enough. They could I was about have gone to ask a little if you bit. wanted them to be too, more scummier or less scummy. <laughs> they could have gone way scummier. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah. To the world. Destroy the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, it's one of those one of those funny chapters where the title character does not appear except for one reference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going on to something where the title character does appear. We got <laughs> Akane Banashi. And it begins with a flashback from the teacher who didn't want her to go into Rakugo. Remembering this drunk-looking guy having told her that uh, he would become a she comedian. But then yeah. he, he totally failed. And he failed so hard that he was on a TV show about how much of a failure <laughs> he is. Uh, I had a teacher who, I don't know why, mm -hmm. but we had a meeting with her like in a, uh, let's say in a bar. Right, right? Okay. like let's well, <laughs> not dangerous. um one of those restaurants slash bars where you can go in the a evening pub. and have a drink. Well, yeah. In if this was a Japanese setting, we would have gone to a family restaurant, mm -hmm. yeah. something like Jonathan's or Saizedia, mm -hmm. where uh, you could technically order alcohol, but you probably mm -hmm. order like. Uh, I don't know, melon Family soda. Family burger. 
So uh, I, I don't know how common this is, but in Germany, a lot of restaurants, well, Europe in general, a lot of restaurants allow like semi beggars to appear in <laughs> oh. the restaurant. Usually you would see somebody um, like an Indian guy selling roses. Uh-huh. Because, like, uh, you're probably out on a date, and then yeah. you show off to your date how how generous <laughs> and how how wealthy you, you are by buying a ten Look how, euro how rose. How I am. Yeah, and uh, I think that's the most common one. But uh, some establishments also have this thing where um, they allow mm -hmm. actual homeless people to come in because those homeless people got into uh, this kind of. A deal of a, of a homeless newspaper that they get to sell this newspaper, huh. uh, which is like art focused, right? Is it like so, a, a non profit thing to help get those people off the street yes, or something? Yes, so. that's exactly what it is. So <laughs> it's it's a newspaper about like museums and mm -hmm. art exhibitions and music and stuff, and only those homeless guys uh -huh. sell it. But a lot of times when I've seen it, those homeless guys somehow just got a hold of of the newspaper and uh -huh. show it to you and expect you <laughs> to give them money. And then they just abscond with no the money. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah, even give some... you the newspaper. They're just like, look no, at this newspaper. Because they're just money. pretending to, to have this kind of deal. Because oh, getting right. the deal <laughs> means you're on your way to becoming uh -huh. clean and, mm -hmm. and wanting to get out of homelessness. And oh, so is so, it like those guys are scammers and they're not actually part of that organization? Yes, those also okay, exist. Yeah. So I also like I'm I'm a clean freak and I don't want to touch anything that a homeless person mm -hmm. has, has handed me, <laughs> especially in a restaurant. And uh -huh. I think now that Corona has happened, most people can they're probably, probably there, yeah. relate with that mm -hmm. uh, sentiment. And uh, but this is like ages ago, like yeah. hundreds of years ago, and this. Uh -huh. Um, this homeless guy came into our uh, high school uh, meeting with uh -huh. his teacher, and when he left, she was like, "Oh, that was one of my old students." Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like this could be you. Yeah, <laughs> it gave everybody in the room was like, "Oh, yeah, a little bit of scared." Oh, I don't trip. want to be a pupil of this teacher anymore. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't the teacher's fault. <laughs> And it ended up like that. Mm, debatable. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, poor guy. So it's it's a good reason that the that this teacher excuse me had to had to sneeze. Uh, it's a good reason this teacher doesn't want Akane to to go into to Rakugo. become the homeless yeah. guy. Yeah, she doesn't want her to be on the this failure television. Because then one day she would have to show the the television show yeah. to all of her students <laughs> her and be students. like, Look at this "See this? This is my student. Yeah. <laughs> and you are also my students." <clears throat> oh. But you know what I did really like in this chapter is that um, uh -huh. Akane uh, once again got a lot of performance shown. Yes, her I, performance was really good this yeah, time. I like that. Um, uh yeah so she's telling a story about about farts and a guy who is too proud to admit to ask that he doesn't know the to his special word of yeah yeah 
What was the special because word? The whole uh, tenshiki. Um, the story in in the Rakugo uh, is about a <clears throat> monk, a priest, mm -hmm. who goes to the doctor, and the doctor is like, "Well, have you farted?" Uh, yeah. recently a lot <laughs> but since the doctor is like oh i'm talking to the priest he's mm -hmm. a he's a noble yeah, well-established uh, fancy yeah. words for him i have to use the fancy word and the the priest is like um uh tenshiki um uh, i don't um no yeah because he doesn't know what it is but tenshiki is just like uh farts uh, farts yeah yeah what's the what's a better word instead of flatulence uh <laughs> There should Shoots. be one, another one. <laughs> having no, I mean, like having a lot of air in your uh -huh. in your stomach, in your uh, intestines, that kind yeah, of stuff. I'm sure there's lots of, of terms so, that I don't know. So, since the priest uh, feels embarrassed about not knowing what the word is, he goes to one of his his, um, his monk, disciples, uh, and disciples, and is like, "Hey, can you <clears throat> do you remember when we talked about tenshiki? Do, do you know what it is?" And the disciples are like, oh, "No." So he's like, "Well, you maybe you should have to go back yeah, and study go, about go it and find it. it out for me." So the disciple goes to the doctor and asks him, and the doctor knows exactly what's up, and then mm -hmm. uh, tells him, "Well, I." I just didn't want to tell the priest that it's yeah. it's farts. <laughs> and the disciple's like, oh now I can play a trick on my on my on the priest and tells mm -hmm. him that uh the tenshiki is something completely different. So then mm -hmm. the priest goes back to the uh, to the doctor and it's like he tells well, actually that I thought about is, it. Uh, sake cups. Yeah, I yeah. I have tenshiki all of the time, and I kind of love tenshiki. And <laughs> the whole joke is that the that he looks super smug when he says like, "I yeah. love tenshiki." Um, Here we go. <laughs> yeah, that one, and I think that was she that was a good, really good. It really sell. shows her um, her skill for portraying different characters via facial expressions. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that was I a like really that a lot because um, I think uh, uh, the. I think the first chapter when it shows her dad, then we have like the woodcut uh, print yeah. style for the the storyline visualization. Yeah, visualizing you know. them. It was kind of coming out like <laughs> like his stand, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I kind of I kind of dig dig the way it does that. Um, so you you get an idea of what the general image of these characters are. So then when it shows. Yeah the rakugo performer uh portraying them you can you've seen like the picture of the stereotype of what that character is so you can mm. imagine how her facial expression is matching to that character and i, re I really like that it's it's uh i i also it like give it me a, a better idea of of how the art form is so I also like it. I just don't want it to be used too much because mm -hmm. I think the real value of Rakugo being told by someone like Akane is that you want her to make those weird faces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that gets kind of, un that's underused in my mm -hmm. opinion. Like you don't see her do that as much as you see the visualization. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I said, um, uh, I always think back to the the first one where her dad's doing it because it has them appearing behind him like his stand, mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, that could yeah. be a good way to um, to have on a single page showing the uh, stereotype of that character and the yeah. facial expression that the performer is doing at the same time. But I like the way it's doing it. 
So this chapter also does some uh, what's it foreshadowing? Yeah. To the thing that I think is like the main plot the main of the plot. whole thing. We gotta take down the the evil the king. Evil. <laughs> He's so evil. This guy. Uh, how how is she so evil? He's so evil looking, and everyone's everyone's like, "This guy is hilarious. He's the funniest." Yeah. <laughs> like all the tweets from from uh, what are the the Twitter users that always tweet Roboco? Ah, uh, uh, she's Napazni, and yeah. then there's Raditz's elbow, and yeah, Raditz, Raditz's antennas. elbow loves this guy. He's his favorite performer <laughs> in the world. And once again, yeah. it's just kind of teasing us, being like, yeah, he's he's really good. He's really important. But then we don't actually see his performance. Although I guess... Yeah, the, hopefully we get to see it every, soon. Every week I compare this to Shoha Shoten, and they kind of do that in that with... Um, uh, what is it? Rising? One of their rival comedy groups. Uh... Because there, there's one um, one duo who um, they're shown a couple times, but without showing their performance. Because I think uh, one time right. the main guys are like, they're backstage. So they don't see any of it. Right. And then they just come out and they're like, oh, these guys beat us. <laughs> the the tracksuit guys. Yeah, the tracksuit guys. Yeah. They're actually more unique looking tracksuits than you would get in Jujutsu Kaisen. So, um uh <laughs> They they actually. Uh... I love I love how this is true and also a major diss to Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah, it's um, that's, it's, that series has a, a a much more experienced artist on it. So yeah, they did well on that. Um, like to be fair, but mm -hmm. also, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, so... it's a thing for jump. The the um, cliffhanger for this chapter mm -hmm. is that She's gonna after compete. yeah after the teacher um, acknowledges her talent for Rakugo and mm -hmm. being like yeah I, I I watched you and now I know why you want to do that mm -hmm. oh yeah by the way we got uh, a random yeah, flyer somehow she um, finds this out <laughs> and she's like you should compete in this like how uh, how likely is it that a, a, a like this major Rakugo mm -hmm. uh, um, mastermind villain mm -hmm. sends this to like any kind of high school mm -hmm. in the hopes that <laughs> they do have a Rakugo club? It's, tar it's targeted specifically at her. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that way because this otherwise this is so unlikely to yeah it's it's, to, it's to way do. to um how do they call that it, not a not a plot hole but a plot uh, contrivance yes that's what this is it's it's, uh, it's a bit contrived <laughs> I would say it's about as likely as me sending out flyers to schools here in Germany mm -hmm. uh, asking them if if they want to compete in my kendo. Mm -hmm. uh, tournament no that would probably be more that would be more likely i'm sure I that's think? more likely than rakugo is uh mm, then let's say shogi yeah 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 it has to be something more obscure <laughs> let's say shogi yeah shogi is pretty obscure yeah and it, also it made me wonder like does 
the teacher know about what happened with Akane's dad? Because they say before that it was like in the newspapers, right? Hmm. Hmm. Good question. So, because if she if she knew that, then it would kind of be um. I don't know. <laughs> You'd think that she would feel like it's a bit appropriate to like suggest this thing. When she's like, oh, it's the uh, the judge that kicked out your dad, <laughs> by the way. So I'm going to assume hmm. she doesn't know. She must she must not pay attention to that sort of stuff. Probably. But how I mean, it... she, did, she mm-hmm. didn't even know that Akane is already like a master Rakugo uh, performer. That's so true. So she probably yeah. doesn't know She anything. doesn't know anything about Rakugo. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you rate this chapter? Uh, 69. Nice. I... I... Gave it a little bit higher. It's at seven and a half because wow. I really, I really got a chuckle out of the the performance section. I'm like, this is. I want there to be more performance parts in that. I, I think yeah. that's uh, that's fun. So good on Akane Banashi for increasing the the performances. Mm-hmm. And the next up, we got Witch Watch, Witch Watch. and it's, it's it's one of those the, chapters. It's the Minecraft <laughs> chapter again, <laughs> but with manga, and it's it's very meta to have all of these characters who are already two D being like, oh, we're two D now, <laughs> right? Yeah, but it's not just uh, it's not just Minecraft. It's also mm-hmm. the chapter where they became, um, they already became something else. Uh, what was it? The the come on the 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 language remember, learning and remember. the and didn't was the Minecraft chapter was that the one where they also in the end became uh, Sanrio characters? Oh yeah 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 they became plushies at the end and I'm like they are definitely going to to make merchandise out of that. <laughs> They're gonna try. Yeah. So it it kind of happens a lot. In, mm-hmm. in this series that it's a running gag yeah. Nico is doing a, a spell that changes the art style of everybody mm-hmm. involved yeah it's funny <laughs> it's funny I liked this one it mm-hmm. I just think it's in the in in the danger of becoming overused mm-hmm. yeah um what else is there to say about this one yeah it's just the art style is just so cute yeah especially when very... Nico is and like it's, Nico it's is always to... doing the winking face yes <laughs> and it's it's funny to imagine because they they do this because they found uh moy's old drawings mm. so this is how he draws <laughs> and it's well, just fun to, to imagine that um yeah someone who's who's always so serious has such a, a cutesy art style <laughs> we can't expect that much from him when he was in elementary school right <laughs> No, I mean it's it's good. It's real. It's well drawn for an elementary kid. Yeah, and yeah. He's he's drawing so much better than Roboco. Ah, <laughs> oh. yes. this would get into jump before Roboco would. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, they meet up with one of their friends who I don't remember at all. Who is this girl? Uh, one of one of Nico's friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> the one who always makes person. remarks about wanting to date boys, and then somebody's like, "Well, do you have that that skill in your uh, mm-hmm. 
up your sleeve and she's like, she doesn't. oh. <laughs> oh, so, so hard. Wife as a teenager, not being able to find a date because you don't have all. I kind of. You haven't skilled uh, up her, enough. Her inclusion in this chapter mm, was a little bit. Uh, uh, I felt that she was there just because they wanted to have the the entire main cast in a new arc. Yeah, and they, but and they needed somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. But her reactions were always just the same like, "Oh, this is so weird." Yeah. "Oh, I'm looking at you from a different angle. This is so weird." She's always yeah. just giving the exact same uh retort and it kind of got uh old a little mm -hmm. bit too quickly just because her responses were not varied enough. Yeah. I can understand that. She didn't really add too much. She's just the uh, the exclamation points on everything. That's to me. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's exactly right. I did uh, like but then that who is... Mihara gets uh -huh. to show off his stupid... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His blush lines. Yeah, his the unique blush lines. lines. <clears throat> and then we get uh, Kanchi. <laughs> who happened to get uh, the short end of the, the spell because uh -huh. the... the Woodprint was also lying on the table and he was standing a little bit to the right and then it bounced on, on that one and he got that part. It's mm, like, I get that you, you'd want to have him as the punchline and you mm -hmm. want something to spice the whole premise up. But I also like, really hate seeing this kind of art style. <laughs> and I, I don't like it. I didn't want It was this. a funny panel, though. Mm. Uh, could have so, been, been him reacting actually since he's in a different art style right instead of that other girl but then I guess the one. Yeah, I guess they just wanted to have a surprise of him being in a different style after talking yeah. about everyone else so yeah. that's why and they she wanted, had to come in and they wanted the joke of everybody always forgetting about turning him back mm-hmm <laughs> Even Everyone though they could have done so easily. Yeah, the, um, then the they have to... So easily forgotten. <laughs> they have to run after the final page um, or one of the pages that flew off because they mm -hmm. needed to turn back. Right. And then it conveniently uh, flies to the window of somebody who just robbed. happens to getting robbed, which is like... The, you have, In broad daylight. You're more like, In broad daylight, you're more likely... To win the lottery than having this situation in Japan, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's more of a of a random. Oh, we'll put this in to fit with the plot than the mm. um, than in Super Smartphone when there just so happens to be a kidnapping case, just like what happened to your brother. <laughs> And it's happening now the at the same time is, you get the smartphone. Yeah, the kidnapping is way more likely than somebody yeah. getting robbed this way. Mm -hmm. I guess they couldn't do two kidnappings in the same uh, same issue. I guess they could have, but... Okay. Um, Imagine they did a crossover. Crazier things have happened. And they, sh they show up, and then the cops are already there. Oh, we, we got a tip from a super smartphone, so we, we already knew this was happening. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, since I'm already on the topic, uh, mm -hmm. do you remember that, well, you probably don't remember, in <laughs> no. Naruto, in the Chunin exam, when Gara started turning into um, into the Tanuki thing and mm -hmm. uh, doing his sand stuff all over? Yeah. That was exactly the same 
chapter uh, the same issues as when uh, Luffy was fighting uh, Crocodile. Really? Oh, yeah. What a coincidence! It's like yeah, uh, it's like when they release Bugs Life and Ants at the same month. Yeah, it's just the uh, the the zeitgeist of that time was was fighting sand guys. It's completely unrelated to somebody actually espionaging. Uh... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they they are in the same magazine after all. Um, mm. But yeah, my my conclusion for this chapter. <laughs> oh yeah, they they do forget about um, Hanchi, Sadly, mm. my conclusion was that I, all of these chapters where they get transformed into a different art style make me want to see the sh the series get animated. Ah, this is going to be very hard to animate. Yeah, you're right. But it would be really funny if they did it well. <laughs> Chances are that they are uh, just going to make it a um, slideshow. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, um, what's it called? Way of the, the House Yakuza husband. husband yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a disappointment that that just became a slideshow. <laughs> actually, that had a, um, a live action promo for it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty it's grounded. Well, well so I'm like. Yeah, so I'm like, this could have just become like, if they just did it all in live action, it would probably be re be really funny and, and yeah. be a good show. But for some reason, they're like, we wanna we wanna animate it, but we don't actually want to animate it. <laughs> it's mm. gonna be a, a, a motion comics kind of thing. Sadly, uh, I, I want. They to should do just art, go back and, and remake art. it. Yeah, they should go back and just remake it as a, a live action. It would fit. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. they, they've done it to a lot of properties. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You this can always probably, double dip. Uh, this would be weird as a live action, because then you'd have to CGI in all of the Ooh. these animated portions. That would be really Yeah, hard. I don't want Witchwatch as, as live action. It would, it, would, it would look so bad unless they actually got uh, a high I budget, which that. they never will. Yeah, I don't want that. But how did how did you like this chapter? I, I liked it pretty well. Seventy three. Oh, I'm pretty close. I said seven and a half again. Because like with Akane Banashi, it got some laughs out of me, and I always enjoy that. So it was cute. Yeah, cute. Could have been better. All, all the chapters that have these um, style switches style. are yeah. very cute. Yeah, I like it. Well, going on. Uh, tell me about Blue Box. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Is there much to say? <laughs> Not a lot. The main, like, the title and uh, the thing that the chapter wants to focus on is that mm -hmm. Taiki says, like, I'm going, I'm still growing. And uh -huh. then uh, Chinatsu Senpai, because he's he's organizing uh, for the cultural festival, and mm -hmm. she's, and now he's also in second year in some, is he? Wait. Well, either way, since they are in a school where middle school and high school is combined, some mm -hmm. uh, kohai came up to him and asked him about something and call and, and uh, called him a senpai, and she ma was kind of making fun of him, like calling him senpai mm -hmm. as well, even though she's, I think, one or two she's years. Older. She's she's older, and uh, then he was like, "Well, yeah, of course, I I uh, I'm still growing, mm -hmm. so of course I'm going to to look more adult." 
And uh, he goes on his tiptoes and goes like, maybe I'm going to look like this. And then she pulls him <laughs> down in this kind of gesture that I really, really hate. Oh, right. Uh, this, this is one of those kind of like, oh, I'm acting like a small child. But, <laughs> like, but no. it's... It's supposed to be like I'm I'm uh, I'm closing the gap between us by showing you that I'm basically a small child, even though I'm like almost an adult woman. Mm -hmm. And I I really don't like that. Somehow this like this is rubbing me the complete uh, the wrong way. Um. And then she she just adds like she likes him being the the way he is right now. <laughs> oh, and she just kind of tiptoes too, like. And then she, well, maybe yeah, I'll be taller she, than you. <laughs> yeah, which that now now it becomes relatable because I'm like mm, taller women. Now you're into it. Now I'm down, but. <laughs> It's weird that she's like, no, I don't want you to be. Yeah, uh, you're not ex- allowed ex- to get taller than me. <laughs> I don't want you to be extremely handsome by being tall. Mm. She's the, it's it's kind the of, it's opposite a weird... of uh, Sanagi loving yeah, the, it's a uh, weird the big Shugomaru. <laughs> she's um, like, no, you don't grow. Hina asks the glasses friend mm-hmm. like if he has somebody he likes and he kind of alludes to it being her. Uh-huh. Uh, but then he's he's like, well, I used to, but not anymore. And oh, no. she asks him, can you tell me who it is? And he's like, no. <laughs> so it shows Locked. this kind of this kind of memory flashback of a character with uh, anime teeth mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah how else do you say that and how else would you describe that i'm pretty sure it's supposed to be her but now it's kind of like well maybe it's not because she doesn't mm-hmm. have the anime teeth anymore mm. but it could have been did her she when she was younger that was her probably her baby teeth were like that and she grew probably out her snaggle teeth yeah. and um, this kind of uh, goes nowhere, just mm-hmm. giving us some some foreshadowing. And then there is a scene where Hina and Shinatsu Senpai are in a room together, and Hina just blurts out, "Well, by the way, I told Taiki that I so I obvious." For um, and this is kind of like the nuclear uh, button that she was always able to press, and mm-hmm. now she's just going for it. Yeah. Back, back, like uh, several episodes back, I mm-hmm. I said that she had the power to just, just. No, wait, that wasn't her. But either way, just telling uh, Chinatsu Senpai that she likes Taiki, because Hina knows that Taiki likes Chinatsu Senpai, but mm-hmm. Chinatsu Senpai doesn't know that Taiki like like likes her, right? right? Uh, because otherwise the whole series would be over because then <laughs> that's there the would way be no tension anymore. Yeah, so that's think, the way to end it. Do you think uh, so, this is a sign that is coming to a close soon? I kind of hope. The end of Blue Box. Like Hina telling Chinatsu Senpai that she told Taiki that she likes him mm-hmm. means that it's relevant to Chinatsu Senpai to tell her that yeah. she and Taiki have a thing, which... Why? Why else tell her if not to tell her? Uh, by the way, I know that there is something going on between you two, uh-huh. right? 
And that's kind of that, that's breaking the 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 barrier between oh, could it be that Taiki actually likes me? Like, why else would she tell it to her? Hmm. Right? Yeah. Even if she, if even if she denies it, Chinatsu Senpai would be would be thinking that. So that's why this is this is uh, putting all of your tanks and all of your uh, <laughs> missiles at, at the border. Yeah, they're ready. Yeah. So how did you rate this one? Uh, Forty nine. Oof. It's getting the one point deduction from being okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just as a diss. Sad. Oh, anyway, uh, going on, we got. Elusive Samurai. Elusive Samurai has the first recorded Will Smith meme <laughs> in Shonen Jump. <laughs> I and, honestly didn't think it, this was supposed to be Will Smith. <laughs> it's it's so obvious. That's the exact pose. He's even got the uh, his clothes moving in the same way. Mm. Now, Do you that, remember yeah, the, now that you mention it. Do you remember the it's fighting obvious, game but... thing where it showed uh, Will Smith's uh, coat also had a hitbox on it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good meme. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's, that's the first appearance in, in manga form. Yes, and they're super hyped for, for it. Yeah. But yeah, this, uh, this chapter, it's all the, the war preparations. Um, yes. Yeah. And we get to see what's going on with uh, the, kokushi. With the kokushi after he got spit on by um, uh, Ashikaga. What's his name? I keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, ta- Takauji. Takauji. Yeah. So he he gets spit on and it somehow re-energizes. <laughs> but it he has like him. really really uh, demonic energy now and he's just all covered in ink stains from making so many preparations yeah but incomprehensible preparations yeah sadly he's, he's not as good as now. the um what's his face the uh yeah the guy, that guy who yeah who is like <laughs> living in the hunter hunter author's room <laughs> writing all of the stuff <laughs> He's not as good as that he's, guy is. I think the best expression for what has become to, of him is that he's possessed now. Mm-hmm. He's not himself anymore. He's yeah. almost like a demon because mm-hmm. Takauji is so evil that him spitting inside his mouth uh, <laughs> is giving somebody like just a it's, tiny oh, oh of his, 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 his weird glowing spit. It's like when Dio puts a... Uh, Yes, a bud of a his bud. power, a flesh bud of his power, is into your brain, and you become possessed with his evil. It's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we get a preparation montage. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah, montage. Everyone doing their stuff to get better. Um, Remember these characters? They yeah. are preparing now. Half of them, I don't. <laughs> Uh, really? Well, I mean, I recognize them, but I'm like, I don't remember this person's name. I don't really. Well, see, there's uncle, and then there's his bodyguard who is very strong mm-hmm. and with her dad. dad. And then there's um, who's the, who's the, the guy with the hat and the eagle. That's the uh, relative of the other bodyguard mm-hmm. who showed up in in the uh, in the arc where they had these three camps, mm-hmm. and he was in the middle. And he uses the eagles to, well, the falcons to 
uh, scout from above. Ah, okay. Do you remember that? I do not. I have no well, and then there's the how falcon was used. His other shrine maiden bodyguard, who I think talks to her dad, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe. I guess I, I'm I'm not must up to be, par must myself. Be, yeah, uh, but yeah, everyone's making preparations. And then what I've been talking about before the Shotokan stuff happens. It's so strong in this chapter. <laughs> it's the strongest since yeah, ever. I know. It's like, come on, it's perfect time to share a bed. <laughs> Let's hold uh, hands. Yeah. Give me, give me a little hand. <laughs> Let's snuggle. Oh, it's, it's too much. <laughs> He's got the right the right reaction. Tokiyuki's like, no, this is creepy. <laughs> he really has a a very creepy face here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they end up just holding hands because why not? Like, mm-hmm. ah, let's let's they, they try. Give they're like, we'll, this we'll one. give him. We'll give him this one. Just this one. A little bit. Not too just much. Just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to show too much. We'll leave leave that to the fan artists. Um, there are some yeah. fan artists who uh, I'm sure there main, are uh, who main the works of this artist oh, really? specifically. What's yeah. what's the previous work by this artist? Uh, Assassin Classroom. Mm, okay. Yeah. And before that was Demon uh, Detective. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Nero. Nero. Uh, yeah, I like those series pretty well. I don't think I've actually like looked at much fan art to know how how horny the artists well, are. Well, the thing is, there was one but... doujinshi artist who made, like, 90, 99% of all of the oh, really? fan art. For, and, and she was <laughs> very prolific. Fan. Wow. Extremely I wonder, prolific. I wonder if the... Um, if these, like, manga authors pay attention to which fan artists are the, for them are the most popular. <laughs> I wonder if they know. I, w- I would say probably in Shonen Jump, probably mm-hmm. not. Except this artist, I'm like, <laughs> you think this I'm one knows? Ninety-nine percent sure that he's... this artist is like, he's writing it, and he's like, fan artist, this chapter is for you. <laughs> yes, and I would, I would go as far as say that he, he loves this one mm. doji artist. <laughs> oh, um, I hope she sees this. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, you haven't seen the new Batman movie, have you? No. Okay, well, there's there's a line in that where um, the Riddler uh, tells Batman, "Oh, we're like we're like partners. We're uh, we're doing we're doing like the same thing. We're working together, right?" And Batman's like, "Uh, no." <laughs> and I feel like many many uh, authors and their fan artists <laughs> might be a little bit like that. The fan artists go a bit a bit too wild compared to what the the original authors are trying to do, mm-hmm. but some totally. might actually be be into it. <laughs> uh, speaking of into it, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Kanbe, this the spy guy, spy yeah, the, the the ninja the on the team. Ninja. He's he's inside this guy now. He is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, they trick. Uh, they trick the the other the spies. Tengu the spies. Yeah, the Tengu spies. So I like that. Yeah, that was a we're, cool espionage moment where they're like showing the enemy spies, like, "Oh yeah, we 
we got this information. We're so sneaky. They never, they never figured me out. And then it turns then out the good guy spies be like, I figured that someone from their side would be listening. So I said the wrong thing on purpose. <laughs> I like how that sort you... of thing. I loved it, but like, if you think about it, how did how did they know that the spy would ask specifically <laughs> this yeah, guy? Yeah, that guy. They must have they they must have like set it up as like oh we'll we'll figure out which which one of our commanders has like the loosest whips because then mm. they'll probably go after him. I don't know. It's 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 neat and it made me want to um to read more about like historical spy operations because like mm. um you've you've heard about like the background of James Bond right. Mm. Yeah, but refresh my memory. Okay, so Ian Fleming, the author of James Bond, um, had worked as a officer in the British um, military intelligence service during yes. World War II, yes. and his cousin uh, Saruman was <gasps> one of the um, one of like the the special like special forces guys who had actually like go behind enemy lines and, like, fight people hand-to-hand. -hand. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, like, there's, <clears throat> there's a story Sir. about him um, at uh, when filming The Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Where uh, Peter Jackson's like, okay, well, here's the part where you get stabbed in the back, so you, you scream and fall down. And he's like, and he was like, no, 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 there's... There's when no scream the because when someone gets stabbed in the back, then it pierces their lungs and they're unable to to talk. So when and Peter it's, Jackson's it's, like, it's like this, and Peter Jackson's that? like, how do you how do you know that? And he's like, <laughs> I was in special forces in World War II, and everyone's like, yeah, he probably had to kill a bunch of people doing that stuff. But um, mm. I remember reading something about the the crazy operations that like Ian Fleming was involved with, and one of them was. Um, one of their one of their pilots had had died on like a, a crash just like i don't know how exactly but they um they were like well that's that's unfortunate but here's a chance to trick enemy intelligence so mm -hmm. they um instead of like taking him home like you would normally respectfully do with a dead guy <laughs> They put huh? fake intelligence documents in his uniform and just uh... let, him, let him float off. So then the uh, the Nazi intelligence officers found the body and were like, oh, wow, we, we got a bunch of info about all of the troop movements for the British military. <laughs> but it was all it was all lies. <laughs> it was a ruse. Yeah, it was a ruse. So yeah, they Very they were better. like yeah. There's so much historical espionage stuff where people come up with all these like crazy things to to trick the other didn't side. Didn't they? Didn't they all? Uh, I know I've seen something on TV about World War Two British mm -hmm. uh, disinformation stuff, like how they made uh, inflatable tanks. Yeah, the inflatable tanks were another thing. I remember seeing a few years ago. There was a video game. Um, where one of the selling points of the video game, this strategy game, one of the selling points was that they put those inflatable tanks in it <laughs> to trick mm. other players. Nice. Um, and it was, and I don't think that game was very successful, but apparently it was 
a real thing that armies did in World War II is they would make all these fake bases to trick the other... Because uh, World War II, I think, is when high-altitude photography became a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like all these air forces are like flying around taking pictures and being like, oh, where's the, where's the enemy bases? So they trick them. They would like make fake bases <laughs> far away from the real one. And be like, now you have to guess which one is the real base and which one is fake. I have a, I have a very funny local story about oh, that. Yeah? In Hamburg, uh, mm-hmm. the city center has like two, well, one big um, lake that mm-hmm. has two halves. And in order to protect the city, they made um, they made giant blankets printed <laughs> with city patterns, really, and put them on the lake. So when you see so the lake it from get above, bombed. <laughs> they bomb the lake instead mm. of the buildings. So that's how they protected a bunch of buildings because they just made the city look way bigger than it yeah. actually is. That's clever. And yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Such a cool move. Actually, I'm remembering, or I'm trying to remember, even further back in history, I forget if it was uh, in Roman times or in, in Mongol times, but there's some story about um, some uh, military force that had been caught behind enemy lines and like separated from the main army. So it was like much fewer people than would be mm-hmm. able to fight off the, the entire enemy army. Um, it may have may have even been ancient Greek times, but uh, what they did was that they the commander was like, okay, so normally when an army camps, then you know each small group of guys will build one fire to cook mm-hmm. around, um, and then there will usually be like uh, clouds of of dust as well from all the the pack animals that carry equipment moving yeah. around and like grazing and stuff. So uh, the commander was like, in order to trick the enemy and think that we're the main army, even though we're just like a small group, uh, everybody build multiple fires. So not just like, so if they're like judging like, oh, there's going to be a fire for every 10 men, then actually there's like 10 fires for every man. Mm, (laughs) And then uh, everybody who has like a horse with them, they just like uh, run around a lot just to kick up a lot of dust and make lots of prints so that if enemies spy, they think that there's like a huge amount of animals and it worked. And like the, the other army saw them and it was like, Oh, that's their, that's a much larger force than we thought was there. We're not going to attack them because we'll get destroyed. And they scared them off, (laughs) even though they would have, they would have totally lost if they'd gotten into a battle. Wouldn't uh, they also do stuff like put, uh, torches onto like cattle Mm -hmm. that, just running around and then make it look like a herd of unrelated cattle was one of one part of the probably the army yeah uh, i kind of want to look that up now to see see who did that but anyway yeah first of <laughs> all during podcasting just, time the final one more. yeah the final thing yeah. is uh tokyuki fully armored up and everyone else is admiring him like ah oh, look Look how straight he sits on his horse in full armor. He's so mature now. <laughs> and he's and actually like, this is so heavy, I can't move. <laughs> you think he looks really excited here, mm-hmm. right? Like, he looks like he's, <laughs> he's like being about... immobilized by the heavy armor. Isn't this, 
like he usually gets off of uh, the excitement of getting caught, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, and, being unable to move because what you're wearing is too heavy is yeah. Is a, so in a way, is, being caught. It's a he's awakening to some kind of bondage fetish because <laughs> this armor kind of replicates the feeling of being mm-hmm. bound, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's what that's how I'm reading this panel of him being like, <laughs> I can't. Oh! And it even more so because um, in... he even has the orgasm flashes in the background. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this author really is gunning for the the uh, dojinshi fan artist. They're like, oh, he really understands them. Uh, what I was going to say is that uh, to go along with bondage, it's like even more so because um, historical armor before the invention of Velcro, then they would attach it to your clothes with um, yeah. a bunch of silk ropes. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he's even covered in ropes. He's loving it. He loves it. So how did you write this chapter? Um, fifty-five. Mm, it's, it's not very high. It's um, not too exciting, but I, I do like spy stuff. It's, yeah, it's really uh, I'm surprised you didn't give it. I'm surprised you didn't give it higher than I did because it's um, it's appealing so directly to the <laughs> the doujinshi artists. Mm, yeah, but I have to be fair mm-hmm. about like <laughs> the most. It was just these small bits, and yeah. everything else was a little bit too boring, too yeah. much exposition. Yeah, not too much not, preparation. Um, yeah, this mostly preparation. Uh, a a couple good parts, a couple a couple funny parts. Uh, but yeah, not the most exciting chapter of this series. So tell me about PPP PPP. Well, this everyone's chapter, still drowning. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the um, last chapter. Lucky played mm-hmm. that um, Treasure Island song, uh, which uh, had different effects for uh, everybody else. Who it wasn't mm-hmm. Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mimi was able to walk on the water, and, and no then one else walked. <laughs> nobody else. Everybody else was drowning, and this time it, the chapter opens with everybody drowning. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> that that is what happened. And yeah. um, then she's like, "Wow, that was so good! You did it ex- uh, specifically for me, and and everybody else probably not. And mm-hmm. how did you do it? And he, he, this is just him explaining to her how he came up with it and how." how he uh, uh, tailor-made it just for her. Mm-hmm. And she's so happy that now she's going to leave the classical music world and do some something else, but not quit playing piano at all, mm. because that's that's her destiny. She she's has play to play piano. Other, mm, yeah, why not? But yeah. uh, as long as she doesn't squander her talent like Sugoi's smartphone main character <laughs> she does... Gonna... Uh, it's gonna it's, play just I mean, passably enough that people don't technically like who cares <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh i guess everybody knows that she would be unhappy if she didn't do it and that's why they decided to do it in a way that she comes to the realization that she doesn't have to play piano uh, that, that she could continue playing piano but not in the way that restricts her freedom and yeah. makes her unhappy <laughs> All right. So, and situation what about, what about solved. Everyone else. 
everybody else hated it. it. They were like, well, this this wasn't... I, mm, I don't know how I feel about drowning right now. <laughs> Until... Um, the the one of the brothers uh, who mm-hmm. also happens to be in the audience stands up and gives him like the the um the, the you know the the standing ovation clap where only one person claps and then yeah, everybody yeah, else, then everyone starts. else starts in it starts slow <laughs> and um, then everyone gets he's like it. wow that was so good everybody don't, don't you realize how mm-hmm. good that was by oh, the way drowning he's my is brother. so cool <laughs> and you know you know how i am a genius uh, mm-hmm. and that's my brother so he's also a genius and mm-hmm. he's kind of actively trying to um yeah, he's being the hype man influence Isn't my the judges cool? and the audience do they call uh, for it yeah yeah I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter if if they beat Miming or not because mm-hmm. she's already in her heart. She has admitted defeat. Yeah, kind of, kind of like, kind of like that. So now she goes to uh, Melody and goes like, "Now I can rescue you, my Aww. fairy." And I mean, she doesn't realize that Melody hates her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta turn enemies uh, into friends, right? Who knows what happens next week? I mean, could go could go both ways. Uh huh. Yeah. She's gonna slap. Also, her. in a way, I'm not your fairy. Ah, uh, I I would love that, but she's probably going like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I could give. Be like, oh, I'm reversing all of my strong feelings. They're I turning could from hate give to Give this love. another chance. <laughs> yeah. So how did you rate this? That's one? the chapter. Uh, yeah. forty-seven points. Okay, that's uh, a a little bit better than um. Than, or no, a little bit worse than Blue, Blue Box, Box, right? Yeah. Yes. Still not great. Speaking but, of uh, worse. Yeah, speaking of worse, Earth Child. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what, <sighs> what happened this, this past week? I know I so read it. They got onto the ISS space station. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> the, the um, Twitter... Virtue signaling yeah, astronaut, bitch astronaut was like, oh, I can accept you coming here as if it was nothing, and I'm doing important stuff, and you guys mm-hmm. just use your superpowers to become yeah. uh, famous and and popular. When that's not the case at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're like the opposite of getting famous and popular. They're famous and popular among the very small number of people who know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so dumb. And he gave her the retort that okay dying might not be so cool in case mm-hmm. you have parents who might get sad yeah uh i guess that's the most productive <laughs> thing you could say to somebody who's this much of an asshole yeah um and then in this chapter they like they completely sideline her thankfully mm-hmm. yeah does she and talk in this chapter at all not a I lot don't remember she's just kind of not there. a lot yeah the astronauts are in the background but this like chapter, uh, they talk about the specifics of how to mm-hmm. grab Kennedy and oh, get yeah. her into oh. safety. Oh, yeah. And, and, wait, and they also talk about how um, she's at a distance that they can't actually see her with the naked eye. But somehow, uh, what's can his name? Do the, it. the dad, Riske, can. And I'm like, oh, this is the thing that people uh, trash talk Interstellar for. <laughs> Oh, really? When the yeah, there's there's a part in that where um, the the dad in that is like, oh well, I I can uh, find the space coordinates um, through the power of love, <laughs> and people are like, wait, 
is he being literal that's that's really stupid for this otherwise like very um scientifically based storyline is that really how it goes some something like that and but that's it's uh it's very literally that in this one (laughs) um it's dumb so do they do they explain it like with the Joe Star thing how the Joe Stars can sense each other? No, they don't. Uh, Not in Interstellar anyway. But this this one is like it's this one is extremely retarded. Because yeah, it's, it's, it the parod- it's, it's the parody version of that. Rules. <laughs> yeah, it contradicts its established rules of mm-hmm. dad being able to find the mom. Or speak to her telepathically. Yeah. Uh, only Mamoru. if only yeah. if Mamoru is in con- direct contact with him, yeah. using him as like the antenna or the conductor. They just suddenly went, oh, never mind. Oh yeah, I'm remembering now this the stupid thing that they do with Mamoru in this chapter. It's the worst. So, um, I I would say I almost appreciate this shot where. Mm-hmm. She goes past the ISS, and uh, it gets visualized as if they're both on uh, yeah, in, in busy a crowd, and you can can't yeah. get to each other. But you know, the perfect would have been if, like, the setting is a, a train station. So the mm-hmm. perfect would have been if they are both on different trains and see each other. Mm-hmm. In the different trains, and yeah, then the trains yeah, go right. into different directions. But I guess. They weren't able to do that because that's exactly what happens at the end of your name. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's it's okay to copy a really good scene from something else. Yeah, it's, it would be especially when it would be would. very applicable to what's happening in yeah, this series. Exactly, it would it would have fit. And so. they don't do it, which <laughs> is stupid. Um, but that's Missed that's not the that's not the stupid part. I'm I'm fine with this visualization. That's actually pretty it, good. It gets more um, stupid progressively. The, the stupid part is when they talk about like, oh, how how can we get to her because we're going at such different speeds. Mm. Um, so they they describe it about how like oh come you know um, because they're moving at different speeds around the Earth, mm. uh, then it would be as if she's moving past us and like at super high speeds. Yes. So we gotta slow her down. And yeah. their idea for how to slow her down is, oh, we'll have uh, Mamoru go out there and use his uh, psychic powers to like shoot energy blasts at her. At her, yes. And that'll slow her down. And it's like, wait a second. It'll uh, slow her down because yeah. she will activate instinctively her, yeah, her survival herself. thing. And that'll like cancel each other. Like yeah. they're supposed to do ancient Egyptian god beam battles in space <laughs> but it's like i remember we criticized the series before when um they were being really reckless with the dad's safety yeah. and yeah. mamaru just throwing stuff around it's like oh they're doing it again it's like this i really that it it doesn't feel like they're treating him like a person even though he's like a, a young no, child so he's not like super intelligent yet it really feels like they're treating him like an object <laughs> they're just like yes. yeah this this kid is like is a tool that has psychic powers shooting out of it i'm just like it goes so against the initial promise of the story where they're like we're gonna mm-hmm. have to raise this kid 
in a way that he has a good childhood, but also grows up to be a responsible superhero. Mm-hmm. And they're like, not doing that at all. Uh, <sighs> I mean, you know what? They, they're doing the thing where they are trying to use a baby thing mm -hmm. uh, in order to save the, the day, in order yeah. to do the supernatural thing. And they keep doing that over and over again, how they try to put something with babies in there just because they just have a baby, a baby as a plot <laughs> device. So the way how they imagine they will do the the space battle thing is mm -hmm. that they play peekaboo with, which is really with the baby. Which is really dumb because, I mean, they, they already reached the, the ISS space station, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah, means by launching themselves up there solely on his the power. The ISS is technically also extremely fast, right? Yeah, it's also in orbit. What, what difference does it make in space to get to the ISS or to get to the mom? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Why can't they just... Uh, why not move directly they... to her? Yes. Yeah, move yourself why can't to her. They go in her like she's moving let's say uh, clockwise okay mm -hmm. why can't they go on a clockwise trajectory as well and just speed up until they get to her yeah. then when they grab a hold of her then they use Mamoru to or or albert or whatever just and then they they slow down how about that yeah, because once think. they once they have grabbed her the mom would probably be able to telepathically speak with Mamoru and give yes. him better it's, directions. Yeah, right. Or maybe maybe she would be able to do it herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and right? also, also the thing where they talk about how, oh, he's, he's not going to be able to recognize his mom when she's petrified mm. is so dumb. Because it's like, well, first of all, even if he doesn't recognize her because he's petrified, it's like she's the only human-shaped asteroid out there <laughs> mm. so you just tell him like yeah go to go to that one um so, yeah just just that point in it where they're like oh it's gonna be really hard to get him to go to her because because he won't recognize her it's like even then just tell him to go to that and then also it's like why not since they know that there are times when she can communicate with them mm -hmm. psychically uh, why not just attempt to do that as well to find her? It's, yeah, yeah. So much, so much of the the problems that they're having that they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta figure out a way around this problem. It's like, it's it's a problem that is uh, not fitting <laughs> to to what we've been told before, and also yeah. kind of doesn't make sense for if you're thinking of them as actual people. The solution they come up with in order to get Mamoru to somehow recognize the rock as his mother mm -hmm. is the dumbest thing. Well, one of the <laughs> dumbest things that has happened in this even, stupid And even then, I'm, I'm like, you, you don't need him to actually recognize the rock as his mother for this plan yeah. to work. Like, the plan is but just how... shoot blasts at the yeah. rock. He can yeah. recognize that rock, right? Even if he's not like, oh, it's mommy. It's coming straight at them. Yeah. So you might as well, like, 
do something. Just be like also, that rock. Would he have to? Why would, does he have to shoot blasts at it? If it, it, couldn't he just stop it completely? I know Isn't we've we've shown exactly he's power? able to grab stuff really well, right? Yeah, yeah. So just grab it. Don't do this dumb blast shooting thing. And you're teaching the kid to shoot blasts at his mom. It's like, uh, have you read? That's dangerous. Yeah, have you read Battle Angel Alita? No. Gunnam, as it's called in Japanese. Uh, no. So there's there's one subplot in it where they fight this cyborg who's um, who's totally insane, and the reason that he's insane is because he has brain damage, and the reason he mm -hmm. has brain damage is because he was a super karate cyborg. And one of the things he would do to show off how amazing his his cyborg abilities were for martial arts is that he would do the you know the magic bullet catch trick, but like for mm -hmm. real, he was just like, "I'm so fast, I can catch a bullet." Um, and then his son saw it once and was so impressed, he wanted to try it and just shot him in the head because <laughs> ah! he wasn't ready for it. And then that gave him brain damage, and he went insane and became a a psycho killer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're you're teaching Mamoru to shoot at his mother, and he's and you've already established that he's like a stupid kid. <laughs> yeah. So this it just seems like such a bad idea. Every single plot line they do, it's like they're kind of like we're gonna trick this this dumb kid into doing stuff, and then they tell us like, oh, we're we're trying to raise him normally to be like a normal person. <laughs> But they're they're kind of raising him to be like a reckless idiot. <laughs> so uh, I'm really not into this. But let's get back to how they, they are trying to do it. Mm -hmm. Which is introduced by him saying, I've got an idea that is gonna sound crazy after coming this far, but we have to try it. Yeah. Let's head back home. I hate that. <laughs> So dumb. Mamoru has to meet Kariri's parents. Which somehow did not happen before. And it's like... Somehow, yes. How? They, they live in Japan. How far could the grandparents be? I mean... It's so Why... Dumb. I can imagine I somebody plot. being like... I can imagine somebody being like, oh... I just I'm I'm on the on the space station and mm -hmm. I just got this idea to like how we could have done it before, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, but they're already there. We're, you were already there. There's no going back anymore. Mm -hmm. But instead, they're like, actually, let's go back. And it's like then how is what's going the point? back? Yeah. If I you feel are like there's, there's so much in this series where they'll come up with something and then. In the next chapter, they're just going to be like, never mind. Because nah, that happened with mind. the, um, when they explain about how they can age up Earth children. Yes, yes, And then yes, in the following yes. chapter, they're like, actually, never mind. It's, it's so common to this. It's like how we, or how I complain in Doran Doran about um, introducing characters with, mm -hmm. and then like the next chapter, they're like, change their personality. Mm -hmm. uh, which for fortunately, it does not happen with the, the new buddy character in that but yeah. in this one it's introducing uh plot concepts only yes. for the next chapter to be like never mind and it, it's so much like they're just filling time and they don't know what they're doing and i i hate it it's not the way to tell a story if you are a writer right mm -hmm. 
and to hype up the big moment of they have to go to space and then they mm -hmm. have to do this and going to space is like this huge step and it takes yeah. a lot of effort and and uh, it you could yeah. die any moment and senku didn't and, change his mind and just go back after it got into space yeah it's so stupid it's really stupid i hate it so how did you rate this song <laughs> of course it's a zero <laughs> once again what zero else out of ten be? end this series asap <laughs> we need to give that slot that it's taking up to something that is actually being thought out instead of just this mishmash of of non-plot riding by the pants of your seat or something yeah exactly it's seat of your pants uh yeah. we don't want stuff that's just written by the seat of the pants and just you can't know what's happening, not because there's twists coming, but because, because they just change their mind. They're like, never mind. I don't like it. Baffling how incompetent this writer is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go go back to uh, being an assistant for someone else. It's Leave it's okay. Not, not everyone who works in manga has to has to write their own thing. It's all right. It's like not every not every singer has to write their own song. Some, sometimes it's okay to just just draw, just just do the drawings. Don't uh, mm. don't try to come up with storylines. Anyway, yeah. next we have Dora Something and Dora better. Ron. Yeah. In fact, I think this was my favorite chapter in the whole issue. Oh really? Wow! Really uh, giving it giving it good points. This this series like improved so much just with the addition of this character <laughs> yeah it's amazing uh previously we had a, a very annoying mm -hmm. and inconsistent female lead and now yeah. she, and she's just she, gone. she got put on the bus yeah <laughs> and replaced she's completely... she's on a farm somewhere she's fine <laughs> well if she's on a farm that means she's training right yeah <laughs> that's right um yeah so let me let me go through the chapter one more time okay yeah because uh, now now we got uh now tora who is um the, the shy one and she really is is so thirsty for dora <laughs> and she's, she's even the... like imagining how great it would be if if he would call her by a pet name <laughs> she's the hinata mm -hmm. um yeah. in absence of a even worse, Sakura. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Um, yeah, uh, we had some really, really adds... good. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. We had some really good uh, character um, dialogues in this chapter, where she interacts with um, what's his name? Kusanagi? Uji. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the other officer guy. The 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 other senpai who yeah. is she. She does something that you rarely see, which is she directly addresses his character flaw, mm -hmm. right? She pinpoints it. She she zeroes in on him just wanting people to admire him. Yeah. But nothing else. And that makes him think. And you, how often do you see somebody say, hey, you have this extremely stupid character trait? <laughs> you should and think that's, about it. You should think about it. And then, then the person thinks about it and tries to actively change himself. How mm -hmm. often do you see that? 
not very, because usually they'd be authors would be like, I want them to keep that character for for more fun moments later. <laughs> yeah, because it's the source of every gag. Yeah, exactly. With this but character, I th- I think it's yeah, it's it's a good thing because um, then we'll be able to see him like. Now we'll have two things because he's still gonna have that flaw, but he's like attempting to do better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's great. It's great. It's uh, he's going on. He's been put on the path for an arc. Yeah. Yeah. Very oh, good. and we also get um a character flaw for Dora, <laughs> who yeah. earlier was so bland, but now we know that he's like horribly grumpy in the morning. <laughs> It's something. Yeah, it's something. Because um, before, I thought there was going to be uh, the addition of him being greedy with food, but he like was immediately not. <laughs> he just gave it away. Uh, but now we do have something where he's like shown being something other than generic nice guy hero man. Generic nice guy hero man who looks like a delinquent but totally isn't. Yeah, which um, has been because that's a bit a done thing. to death in Shonen Jump. <laughs> yes, it's been done to death. There's uh, there's a lot of characters like that. I, I did like that she switched her outfit one more time mm-hmm. and doesn't wear the yeah. stupid tracksuit. Yeah, again, she's got she's the one character we have so far who has two costumes and neither of them are a tracksuit. <laughs> Excellent. And I'm really liking how um, uh, neither she or Kusanagi are jealous of each other, which would also mm-hmm. be like the typical thing to do. Yes. But instead, they're like Dora Lovers Alliance. <laughs> it's great. Probably because she realizes that Kusanagi doesn't want to fuck Dora. <laughs> they have different end goals. Kusanagi just wants to be uh, be his pal. Kusanagi doesn't know what. To... Maybe he mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Maybe Dora is the one who doesn't know what sex is. Yeah. Well, it's it's gonna. You know that um, that meme with the the soldier protecting someone who's sleeping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> From the slings and arrows, but they replace it with. Uh, Protecting them from knowing what sex is. So, uh, it's Bayonetta now we've... Pro- protecting Dante. Yeah, exactly. Bayonetta protecting Dante. Now we have uh, Nautora protecting <laughs> everyone else in the series from knowing what sex is. Um, that was a really good moment. Yeah, yeah, that was great. And here we next have... The, uh, it's, what, the next day? And Luigi is... He's trying. <laughs> yeah, Luigi. Sorry, how how's it pronounced? Uji. 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 Is it Uji or Uji? Uji. Not Uji. Okay. Anyway, but he's <laughs> he's trying to take her advice into consideration the next time they meet, and she's like still kind of awkward because he was so autistic well, to he's her not, the last he's time. He's not. Ever, yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> and he's he's still so he's like. He's he's trying to wear wear that blue hat to let everybody know that he's he's uh, you know he's trying to be better, um, <laughs> but she's still like awkward with him. Yeah, she so, she doesn't realize that he's trying to be. He's yeah. trying his best. Yeah, but uh, this panel is kind of like look forward to more interactions between these two. <laughs> yes, who will not understand each other, um, but unfortunately, the last yeah. bit of this chapter 
uh, is going hey, back to what I hate is, about this series. You forgot that this is an action series, so we have yeah, to introduce an monsters an act- and bad guys. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, this slice of life stuff is so cute. The characters are getting some nice moments with each other. They're actually getting mm. like consistent characterization now. Um, so I'm like getting used to them. And then it's like, oh, by the way, um, in case you forgot, this is a series about fighting stupid looking monsters. So here's a new one. And he's uh, extremely stupid, looking. extremely stupid with this weird. I don't know. It's like a elephant nose that is also a scorpion tail and yeah he's talking to some guy with a sword uh i i titled this guy elden ring invader oh yeah edge lord he's uh could it be yeah who is this mystery man and i have zero interest in this part i don't I don't care about the, oh, someone's betraying the samurai storyline. And I super don't care about the, oh, the humanoid smart Mononoke are starting to come through to our world. So, I don't like it. Just go back, yeah, to, go back to all of the, the samurai officers hanging out with each other. And I, I feel like um, they, sh- they should have... I know that we've probably criticized them before for following Bleach in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I, w- I wish that it would follow the early chapters of Bleach a bit more in terms of not building up these big storylines involving the dumb-looking monsters. Yeah. And just have, like, have slice-of-life stuff and then monster-of-the-week stuff. And then that'll, that'll be fine. But Bleach but, had so many other different things that were working for it. Yeah. Bleach had way better monster designs. Yeah. Bleach had a very stylish style that uh, was, at the time, I would say more unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had this, a lot well, of I references. I think the strongest that, thing for Bleach, though, is that <laughs> all the characters that were like, likable from the beginning <laughs> mm. unlike this where i'm like who who is everyone i don't understand their character for most, most like, people most. are npcs in mm-hmm. Doron, Doron, Doron. yeah it's very true. and in bleach everybody like uh kubo always introduces like 500 too many characters mm-hmm. but that's a good thing in a way yeah. it's it's very and- scattershot but it means that like when somebody does have a fun personality, then he can like start to bring them more into the forefront. Yeah. Unlike this, where it's like at the beginning, there were so few characters that you could tell that they wanted us to focus on somebody, but then we didn't want to focus on them. Yeah. We so didn't how even, would you rate this one? We didn't even finish the the backstory of Ginchio, yeah. where she uh we foreshadows <laughs> that she has some some, something with a Maybe senpai we never or will. <laughs> Hopefully we never will. Um, I gave this chapter 76 points. Oh, wow. You really liked it. Because I really enjoyed the character bits. Yeah, I gave it 6 out of 10 because I was so brought down by the reminder <laughs> of what the actual storyline is. <laughs> but I was like, oh. Yes. This could be a, a eighty-five if these last two chapters. <laughs> yeah, just last cut, two cut out all of that. Happened. It's like, um, 
Have you heard about the uh, the fan edit of the Hobbit movies where they cut it down to the mm. length of one movie by removing all no, four? but I'm interested. Okay, so the Hobbit movies, um, it's really dumb the way they made them because the studios yeah. were like, well, The Lord of the Rings was a trilogy, so you could, should make this one a trilogy, even though... Mm. The Lord of the Rings was three books, and each of those three books was longer than The Hobbit. So to make The Hobbit as long as The Lord of the Rings, they just added a ton of filler. So there's like, there's lots of shots that are just too long. There's lots of action scenes that are just too long. There's They added a whole new character just to make it longer. <laughs> oh, really? Who? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I forget her name, but she's the Wasp in Marvel. Um, I see. Yeah, they they added a new elf girl because they're like, there's not enough female characters in this, so we'll just add a new girl and then uh, give her a ton of dialogue that's totally unnecessary and like tangential to the actual plot. Um, Does she happen to be like the wife of somebody who's involved, like the producer? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't be be surprised if that happened, though. Kind of like in Resident Evil, mm -hmm. where. Oh, yeah, um, that one girl, uh, Alice keeps getting more and more important because um uh Mila Jovovich was is married to the director of the movies mm. um, and then Mila Jovovich became the main character of Monster Hunter as well yeah uh but anyway what I was going to say is that somebody took those three movies and then edited it down to one by cutting out everything that was filler to be like okay this nice. is this will just be the hobbit now and people who saw it were like, yeah, that's, that's a way better movie than the, the original releases were, just nice. cutting it down. It's like, it's the opposite of how for the Justice League, for some reason, fans like the longer version when, <laughs> uh, when they get Zack Snyder back and they're like, yeah, fin- finish all those scenes that you left on the cutting for it. Finish them up and we'll, we'll re-release the movie in a longer version. I don't know why people love it was- so much. People I think because it. everybody was so committed to the uh, mm-hmm. Snyder Cut meme yeah, that yeah, they the meme. <laughs> couldn't back off anymore because if they did, that would be like, oh, mm-hmm. actually the studios were actually right and uh, they shouldn't listen the th- to th- us. The thing the is fans. that the studios were not right, but Snyder was also not right. Because <laughs> it's like the... Ah, I, what I, a world. Everybody's um, wrong. Apparently, like the uh, the studio, they uh, because Avengers was such a hit, they hired mm. um, Joss Whedon to fix the movie, and they were like, yeah. "Yeah, like fix this, like add more jokes to it, and make it like make it snappier, make it quicker." So he's like, ah. "Okay," so he made it like half as long as it was, as Zack Snyder wanted it to be, and then like reshot a bunch of scenes to add jokes to them and be shorter mm. than the original version. Um, so then in the, in the Snyder version, then Zach like went in and finished the CGI in all of those scenes, um, that got reshot by Whedon. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you watch it, it's like, okay, well, it's, it doesn't have the lame jokes that were like obviously written on a time restraint. Uh, and, but other than that, it's just, it's longer, like. Do you remember the quote from um, Luke Skywalker when someone was asking him, like, how is The Last Jedi different from other Star Wars movies? Mm-hmm. And, and he said... Like, they were all... Ex- everyone was expecting, like, oh, it's it's bigger with more spectacle, and they're really taking... He said it, it was longer. And he said, 
it's longer. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's exactly what happened with Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's like, oh, what what makes this different than the other DC superhero movies? You know, I it's wish he longer. had said it's worse. Yeah, <laughs> just straight up C. It's yeah, worse. he. Uh, he he probably would. He probably would have gotten fired from from the other things then, and he was he was probably still hoping to to do voices for the the TV show. They now have the technology to just fire him and never know, use him yeah. again. Well, I think I think they have to pay him like a licensing fee still for every time his do they? his face shows up. Yeah, mm. I, I do. I highly doubt that Disney actually owns his his likeness and voice. <laughs> Well, sure you never know until he dies. So, um, yeah, if if, if uh, Mark Hamill mysteriously dies, then uh, <laughs> look to see who in who in Lucasfilm and Disney will inherit the rights to his picture. his voice and likeness. Um, yeah, but back to back to Doran Doran. I I was very brought down by the by the yeah. reintroduction of plot stuff. So I said six. Ah, uh, get that plot. That's understandable. Anyway, next up, tell me about Shugo Maru. Uh, so with these weird Skull, masks going on. Skull shows up. the The actual assassin who's after mm-hmm. uh, Sanagi's life. Yeah, they don't explain much. Like they don't explain why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had just have these stupid masks on. And the assassins are supposed to be treated as like quirky. This guy is kind mm-hmm. of shy and and awkward, and this one is like a quirky, uh, extroverted uh, hip girl. And mm-hmm. of course, they have the cool and cool boss boss guy. Yeah. Um. It kind of gets. Uh. They get introduced, then they go back home and take a <laughs> bath. And can we forget about these people the rest of the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they take a bath, and it's it's one of those typical uh, yeah. uh, Japanese. Get excited for, yeah. get excited for naked Wash woman. Wash my back, please. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, next time, Skull shows up again. They fight. They immediately defeat the the two henchmen, mm-hmm. and they say, "Okay, Shugamaru should take on the boss because Shugamaru is the strongest." And then when they get back to Shugamaru, he's actually du- dueling with <laughs> like dual monsters with a boss, and they're playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, and that's that's where the chapter ends, and that's wow. kind of, oh. kind of to How be expected. Exciting. But it's very bad. Like mm-hmm. the the series has shown us that it can do something really good. Yeah, but not. But it's kind of always falls back on, hey, do you remember that Shugamaru loves Yu-Gi-Oh? Isn't that mm-hmm. funny? Uh, I feel like there there is funny. an over-reliance a lot of times in comedy stuff these days. Well, maybe mm-hmm. it's always been like this, but it's just that I can recognize the references now. But so many comedy things seem like they have an over-reliance on just references. Like, hey, remember this? Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. So how did you rate this one? 40. 40. Not great. Is that the worst, uh, other than Earth Child, the forever yep. champion of being Yep, yep, being yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Well, last, we got Ayashimon, and they're fighting in the hotel. And it's like, I guess, a comedy fight scene where mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we don't, we don't want to let the normal people who are staying in this hotel know that there's like a, 
a gangster, a supernatural gangster war going on here. Um, Until they remember that they can just do that by playing the drums. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they do that from the beginning? Uh, they just wanted to have this funny scene of them, them trying to hide while battling each other. The problem with that is that it wasn't very funny at all. Unfortunately. Oh, another thing that you did not highlight um, is that they talk about how long they have until um, Ten and Koton and Urara get sealed away by the exorcists. Do you remember how mm -hmm. long it is? Three hours? Five hours! Oh, Such it a was long five! Because I remember last time we were like, oh, this is sort of like the gameplay section starts again. <laughs> And I was just relating back, like, oh my god, imagine the gameplay section starts in a video game that says, time limit, five hours. Five You'd hours. be like, jeez, how big is this area going to be? Yeah. Yeah. So That's uh, exactly. Yeah. And then the, the ending of this is, I forget the name of the guy who's the manager for the hotel. I think it's Tamagawa. Okay, so Tamagawa starts the the drum circle that they they do to um to do the duel, and then uh -huh. he's like, "Oh, but I'm not going to be I'm not going to be the one who fights you," and and Dapo appears again. It's round two once more. That, I'm fairly certain that this is him just turning into Dapo. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? You think he transformed yeah, into him? I thought that it was like he's actually here. Like he he wanted to take care of this in person, so he actually showed up. If that's the case, because I'm like, if if that is the case, then who boy? I hope read enough manga to fully heal his Suxma Sarira because <laughs> he really got his ass kicked last time, and I don't think that that training montage was <laughs> was enough to. I think it, it was, but I, I if this is actually Doppo, I'd mm -hmm. be extremely uh, scared of Ayashimon getting cancelled in at, at least two weeks. Mm -hmm. Because the if, final boss. Uh, yes. this is so soon after you were you were uh, <laughs> denying that it being at the near the end of the magazine was a bad sign for it. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's right. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's not always. It's not always right. For instance, Mission Yozakura Family has mm -hmm. been at the bottom for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. uh, during twenty, I think nineteen, twenty twenty, mm -hmm. even. Is that so um, bad? Yeah, really? and it's it, it's very strong. Wow, it's uh, popular enough that I think it might get an anime. Wow. Should I start reading it? <laughs> See no. Answer that. No. No. <laughs> no anti-recommendation here. Either way, um, yeah, I'm, I'm mildly worried. Mm -hmm. Because this is developing in paces that I don't think are uh, healthy. No. It's too bad because, like, this is a series that showed so much promise. Hmm. The and, world building was extremely good. Yeah, if it just goes away after this, I'd be disappointed at that. I think Shugamaru might actually end next week. Oh, really? You think they're going to defeat the uh, the Skull guys yes. and that'll be the end of yes. it? Yes. 
Hmm. And then the week after might be the one where Ayashimon get, gets cancelled. Well, we shall see. Because usually uh, end of old series and beginning of new ones mm-hmm. comes in doubles. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It Hopefully, often, like, very often. If Shugomaru ends, then Earth Child and goes with it and not Ayashima. The biggest, tell, <laughs> the biggest tell is that Sugoi's smartphone just started. Oh, so you think that now that that's here, you're like, oh, something's about yes. to end. Mm. Yes. Do they usually uh, do that purposefully to like overlap them a bit so there's not a yes. an empty space? Yes. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah, we shall see in the coming weeks which which series has their fight only just beginning. But uh, is there any other news? I asked someone, that you'd have? Uh, no, no, we didn't say how many points we were giving. Oh, this right. Because okay. I said 58. Uh huh. Yeah. I'd say six. Because this was six just not very good. It, yeah, it's because I could, I could smell them wanting this to be really funny. <laughs> and then mm. it isn't really. Yes. Unfortunate. Sad. Yeah. Very unfortunate. All right. Um, well, yeah, it's very late in the week already, mm-hmm. so we should probably <laughs> get this finish published. this as quickly as possible and then get ready for the next. Uh, yeah, issue. I'm. A, I've already started seeing uh, leaked pages or panels on Twitter. I'm like, no, don't spoil me. What? <laughs> yeah. For what? For next for jump this coming weekend. What? How? Yeah. I don't know. People are just like they posting panels i'm like i haven't seen that before and they're like this is coming next week can you show me uh yeah i'll try to look it up and see what <laughs> yeah. i want to see yeah we well we'll we'll see what happens hopefully if shugo maru ends it's it's not also the end of ayashiman anyway no, that, hmm. yeah yeah this, but this is the end of this episode of the podcast i've been Percival fine uh, Maxi Hamburger. And we shall see you next week. Then. Uh.